0: What's up, JFW family? Welcome back to the Channel 23 Podcast. The purpose of this podcast is to reach out and touch the fleet, to engage and inform everyone with all things JFW. Good morning, Jim and Brother Dave.
1: Welcome back, everybody. Good morning, everybody.
0: And good morning to our special guest, Amber Carolus. Good morning.
1: Morning, Amber. Hi, Amber.
0: Thanks for being here.
1: You know, I, I got to jump in there because I, I try really hard. Even though we record this in the mornings, like every week, I think we've done every single episode in the morning, Mm -hmm. but I don't think people listen to it in the morning. So everybody that turns it on this afternoon when they get the notification to listen to it, Mm -hmm. Ah. in my head, they're thinking, why are they saying good morning? It's three o'clock, you know? (laughs) Good afternoon. Good
0: afternoon, everybody.
2: (laughs) (laughs) Just go to what's up. What's up?
0: Well, let's kick it off with the Pledge of Allegiance. All right. I pledge I allegiance, allegiance to the flag of, of the United, United States, States of America and to the republic for which, which it stands, one nation, under God, indivisible, with liberty and justice for all. I was, what, what does a pledge allegiance mean? Anybody?
2: Yeah, I could, I could help you with that, Jeff, <laughs> now that we talked about it. Yeah, I told these guys, everybody, that, you know, I've been saying this since I was a, a little kid in, in uh, grade school, and I kind of wanted to look up some of the words and uh, the, the first one is, I pledge allegiance. And uh, the meaning of allegiance is a loyalty or commitment to a person, group, or cause, which I think is just, yeah, that's important. That's what we all ask to be part of a cause or sure. part of a group mm-hmm. or, or something like that. Uh, the second one would be, and this is the word I kind of wondered about, wondered about, is republic. And the republic is a state in which supreme power is held by the people and the elected re- and their elected representatives mm. you know so i put was,
0: people first i like that right right,
2: right? Yeah. when you Should be, Mm -hmm. and and Dave's got, Dave's biting his finger, Everybody, so (laughs) He's turning red. Uh (laughs) Not going to be
1: political. Not going to be political. Not going to be political. (laughs) No, no. But (laughs) this
2: little piece is is political. I mean, it's meant to be, but it's it's like the allegiance and the republic. So number three is indivisible, and obviously that's unable to be divided. And I think that's a problem in our country right Mm. now where we, we really, yeah, we're divided. Really, we yeah, we're divided. You know, it's not, it's not the same. And like what, like, like our creed, or like we talk about being together. This is where we all need to come together. So um, divided is in here, or uh, can cannot be divided, right? But then also liberty, and that's the state of being free. Mm-hmm. And that that that's an amazing piece there. Um, you know, there's also. Like, what is one nation under God? And Abraham Lincoln, when he was president, he was in the middle of the a civil war. So when I looked it up, our, our forefathers meant by the under God is that it doesn't matter specifically what God, but God gave us our freedom, not a government, not people, not a group, not anything. And we need to be together in, in a republic under God. Um, and then I looked up liberty, so that's the state of being free, like we've talked about. And then justice um, for all. And I thought that was kind of interesting because I've, I when I think of justice, I think of like, oh, he hurt somebody and you went to jail, or he mm-hmm. stole somebody or stole something and went to jail. So justice is a concern for justice, peace, and genuine respect for people mm. is the first one that comes up under justice so and i I thought that was interesting a genuine respect for people like it right Mm -hmm. good so hopefully that helps or somebody's interested in that yeah i just want to
0: touch on the god setting us free part in in the bible galatians 5 1 it's my favorite bible verse it's changed my life and anyway it states freedom for freedom christ has set us free stand firm therefore and do not submit again to the yoke of slavery Right, so it it has to do with being set free from sin. But I always get a kick out of like these people think they're living their lives freely because they won't submit to God or they won't do certain things or you know I'm gonna go party. I'm gonna go do this. I'm gonna go do that. They think they're free, but are they really free? You know, uh, like uh, I I see, I see these Facebook posts with you know th- these these girls that post. How they're expressing themselves freely, but it's like really, I feel like you're a victim of social media and right, Uh you know, like stuff like that. Anyway, yeah, I I have
2: have a (laughs) funny how these come together sometimes. We talk about it when you talk about social media, Super Dave's missing, obviously, for this one. And so, I kind of grabbed a piece on uh for the high road hauling, and it talks about how we're being guided by social media and what how. You know, we, right. we need to do this, this, and this and form or, our own opinion. Or society. Yeah. You know yeah. What I mean? Like,
0: yeah. Same you know, thing. are you really acting freely or are you just acting like other people who want to act freely? Yeah. yeah. Like, what right. does freedom actually look like?
1: Or are you reacting Right. Mm -hmm. I mean, you're given news information that may not be correct and you're reacting to it. You're given social media information and you're reacting that it may not be correct too. Right.
2: Mm -hmm. Or
0: reenacting even. (laughs) Yeah. True. Sometimes. Yeah.
1: (laughs) And
2: some of that, some of that is we talk about it, too. What is the common sense of what you're
1: being told?
0: Right. Yeah. Yeah.
1: So, well, we jumped in so fast. Are we going to do dad jokes or did we? We're not there
2: yet you I just have gave a, my expressed opinion about the flag, and we haven't even got yeah, that yeah. one. Do you have an outline in front of? Good <laughs> for you? <us. laughs> I have an
1: outline, but it doesn't feel right.
0: <laughs> By the way, just as a reminder, anything you hear on this podcast today <laughs> <laughs> is Amber's opinion. He
3: Amber's opinion, opinion, that's yeah. right. I'll take it.
0: Episode 45 had 209 downloads. That was the episode that Showtime was on. We're at 15.3 thousand total downloads and Rick was right. We now have a listener from Japan.
2: Oh, so, <laughs> nice. Shout
0: out to Michael for listening.
2: Right, his nice. son, huh? Yep. yep.
0: Yeah. And uh, I don't know. You guys probably saw I put out a bamboo announcement. You know, are you still listening to the podcast? What do you like? What don't you like? And we got some pretty good feedback. We didn't get any really negative feedback. One one person said it may go a little long. Another person said it may be a little bit too political. Uh, But he doesn't get into politics, and maybe he should, was his statement. Uh, But people do like to hear about company goals. They like to hear uh, about information, safety topics. They really enjoyed when we had outside guests on, which was uh, the State Trooper and Rick Bowen from Kenworth. TJ, Joanne's husband, he listens. He's an avid podcast listener. He said it's very important how the podcast come out the same day every week. So... If we're not going to be here, one of us is out, don't put it out on a Tuesday, record it and put it out on a Wednesday or have a couple, you know, locked and loaded that we could just pull the trigger on. He even said, replaying one is better than not playing one. And then uh, relevant guests was something he brought up and then maybe expand our discussion and bring out hobbies and stuff that we do that some people might be interested. So I don't know. I think maybe we should have TJ on as a guest. His relevance is he, uh, he's an assistant general manager for a commercial landscaping company, so I feel like he does deal with some of the things we deal with, with the workforce and culture and you know, stuff like that. So Absolutely. Maybe it would be a good idea to have him on. So, I don't know if you guys knew this about me. I told you I was a marine mechanic before, and I blew up an engine, and that didn't work out. Right? <laughs> Do you remember that? Yes. <laughs> okay. Did I tell you guys that I used to be an electrician? <laughs>
2: no I haven't okay. heard that one uh, caddy oh. you told me you've caddied before yep, got
0: kicked off the golf course yep. <laughs> but yeah i was an electrician i wasn't a very good one people were shocked when they found out uh. <laughs> it's hey, time oh. for the dad <laughs> joke Challenge. i miss having not having super dave here because <laughs> i was going to give him the exclamation
1: mark <laughs> this is jam's joke coming dave <laughs> stand down, stand down. <laughs> oh, oh. that's funny
0: Amber, you're the newcomer, so let's hear it.
3: Gonna start with my dad joke first.
0: Well, you'd be second. Well, I would be second.
3: Okay. Next. So, did you guys hear about the robbery that happened at the police station?
0: I I think I did, but I don't remember.
3: (laughs) They had all their toilets stolen? Cops said they have nowhere to go. (laughs) Uh, i never heard that one that's a good one very good good Uh, one
1: that's funny all right you want
2: me to go dave or you you want yeah you can go okay so you know we talk about food a lot and i think i've done a couple food uh dad jokes we've talked about you know going to the bars and the restaurant and stuff like that and just the other night me and holly were having dinner and i was cooking and and uh, i burned her ribeye really bad Really Ah, messed it up. She was upset about it, you know? I bet. And uh, I just looked at her and I told her, we all make
1: mistakes.
4: Uh. Uh. (laughs) (laughs) All right,
1: I kind of have the trucker newbie joke. Oh. So a trucker came into a truck stop cafe. He placed his order. When the waitress comes up, he says, I want three flat tires, a pair of headlights, and a pair of running boards. And the new waitress, not wanting to appear stupid, went back to the kitchen and said to the cook, this guy out there just ordered three flat tires, a pair of headlights, and a pair of running boards. What does he think this place is, an auto parts store? The cook's like, no, come on. Three flat tires mean three pancakes, a pair of headlights is two eggs, sunny side up, and the running boards are two slices of crisp bacon. Mm. Oh, okay, says the new person. She thought about it for a minute, and then she spooned up a bowl of beans and gave it to the customer. The trucker said, what are the beans for? She says, I thought while you were waiting for the flat tires, headlights, and running boards, you may as well fuel up.
0: Oh. <laughs> uh, okay. <Not> bad. <laughs> oh. Man, that's a good one.
4: Yeah. By the way,
0: did you guys hear about the cheese that worked out? He was shredded. <laughs> no, he was
1: shredded. <laughs> I was trying to think of something for Gouda or something that. <laughs> he was shredded.
0: <laughs> uh, new drivers. We got Alonzo Rangel Marin and Drake D. Herrera. Welcome, guys. Yeah, welcome, yeah, welcome you welcome. guys.
2: Welcome. Glad to have you
0: board. <clears throat> celebrations, anniversaries. We had Miguel Castrojon hit three years on the 12th. Was that Monday?
1: Very cool. Yeah. Uh, yep. Yes. Yeah.
0: Gabino, Gabino, or double O-G, Hernandez hit one year yesterday, and then Bob Martian is hitting two years tomorrow. So happy Happy anniversary, anniversary,
1: Wow, so Bob had a birthday yesterday and an anniversary tomorrow. He's got it
0: all going on.
1: He's cracking down Mm -hmm. this week. And they're
3: taking some good photos, too, in Italian. Nice.
0: For those of you who don't know, Amber has taken over the uh, anniversary shirts. And posting that stuff on our Bamboo account and stuff like that. So, she's been doing a good job. So, right, cool. if you don't get a shirt, Amber. ask I Amber. I like it.
3: Yeah. I like doing it. I so said, I don't know how long I'm going to be able to have this position and title Because I make them all do the model walk. And they just kind of look at me like, what? <laughs> <laughs> well, Give we haven't gotten jam. any complaints. So, we're, no, we're good it to go. must be good, right? Uh, yep.
0: Yeah. <laughs> Birthdays. Benny Gonzalez had a birthday this past Sunday, 9-11. Bob, Marty, and I had a birthday yesterday, and then we got a really big birthday today. <laughs> Huge. Brother Dave. Has, his well, happy birthday. birthday,
2: everybody, and happy today. birthday, Brother Dave. Oh, thank yep. you. Birthday. Happy birthday, everyone.
0: Yep. Family birthday celebrations. I need to make a correction. Last week, and I knew this, but I kind of screwed it up. Anyway, I announced Tiffany Freeman had a birthday in 9-7, which she did, but then I announced that was Gene's daughter- and it's her Sweet 16. That's not the fact. Jean's daughter is Tiana, which I knew. And she had her birthday on 9-11 as well. Bella and I were honored to be a part of her Sweet 16 birthday party. And we went on Saturday night. We went to the Trailwinds Rec Center. And we were able to participate in that. And it was a good time. Very oh, cool. good, Yeah, uh, awesome. It was a good time. Yeah. So, happy birthday, Tiana. But we also have Mandy who is uh, Chain Frederickson's significant other. She had a birthday on 9-11. And then Jasmine Hernandez, Junior Calderon's wife, had a birthday tomorrow, has a birthday tomorrow. So happy birthday, everybody. Yeah, happy, happy birthday. birthday. To happy birthday. To Jasmine! Happy yeah. birthday. Yep. And Those then, are
1: all New Year's Eve babies. Yeah. Right? Huh. Yeah. <laughs> that makes sense. <laughs> yeah.
0: Thereabouts. Thereabouts, yeah. It's yep. not far yeah. off. <laughs> they started the new year off right. That's
1: right. Yeah with the bang
0: and then i want to say thank you to uh
1: <laughs>
2: <Early>. <laughs> i but just got what are you mark, guys, mark that time down what are you guys thinking because we'd have to explain that to sd what are you guys <laughs> thinking really <laughs>
0: <laughs> i'd like to say thank you to linda dale brother dave jim gene and jr for checking up on my wife she had a, a throat she had a tonsillectomy last week and you guys actually shot me a text message or called or Something like that. So thank you for, for caring. And then Cindy Boyce wants to give a, say thank you for her birthday card and gift card. And then also Dwayne, the Sandman Sand, wants to say thank you for his birthday card and gift card. So Awesome. Good stuff. Oh, yep. yeah. Yeah.
1: yeah. Great stuff. Yep. And, and how is Ace doing?
0: She's doing good. She had a really rough day. The worst day was the day before yesterday. Oh, she was wow. supposed to go back to work and Next thing I know, she's not doing good, and yeah, she took the day off. She took an extra day off yesterday, Wow! but she's she's better. She's going back today. Nice. She actually woke up and helped me get ready for work again today, so nice. we're back on her routine. Nice. That's good. Yeah,
2: yeah that's awesome. Yep. So, she's doing yeah, good. She, yeah, barely a week later, too, right? That's Jam Wednesday? And yeah, she
0: still, she's still feels like really tight back there, she said, but... That'll all end up going away. Yeah. yeah. Uh, uh-huh. You know, I watched a couple YouTube videos on people's recoveries and they say 14 days at the 14th day. It's like, yeah, you're not experiencing any kind of pain or, and I think like it's happen.
3: harder too when you get older too to recover, you oh, yeah. know. Oh, the older yeah. we get the es- harder it is.
1: Especially a tonsillectomy. Yeah, yeah that's right. Yeah. Yeah. That mm-hmm. that is a kid surgery, not an adult yeah, surgery.
3: Absolutely. Yeah.
0: yeah, I told you guys I had a, it's it's kind of a funny naming surgery, but it's called a uvulopalatopharyngoplasty. Okay. They chopped out the whole back of my throat and that was in my early 20s and it was It was, yeah, it was bad. Mm. Because you can't talk, you can't eat everything, you can't breathe, I mean, it just, everything hurts, so, Uh yeah, thanks for asking. And then uh, I wanted to read an email we received from TJ Leonard, who is Joanne's husband. I thought this was really cool. He says, good morning, I've been running, and it seems whenever I think to thank you guys for the birthday shout-out and Amazon card that Joanne spent, (laughs) (coughs) and the podcast shout-out, the boss yells and the phone rings. I don't think anybody's yelling at TJ, but okay. It's now 2 in the afternoon, and I started this at 8 a.m. It's that kind of day. I notice a different attitude Joanne comes home with now versus Denver Housing, where she worked before, and it is wonderful. There were days she came home in tears, and it's not like that anymore. I told Joanne I was going to read this part, but I'm going to. She works a lot at night, so I think she just sits around chatting all day, but that's all right. <laughs> <No>.
2: <laughs> that was great.
0: Just so you know, TJ, we we ask her not to work at night, but that's we, that's we, your wife. She's going to do what she's going to yeah, do. Yeah,
2: we've asked okay. a, a lot. <laughs> yeah.
0: It sounds like you guys have a great team and a nice culture. I drive 1,000 to 1,500 miles a week, and I regularly see the red trucks. Only one time have I seen anyone on your team driving out of line. 65, headed north on Tower Road. Man, that's that's cruising. Right? <clears throat> I think that's a pretty remarkable statement. I've never seen them hogging the left lane, weaving in and out of traffic, or tailgating. I probably wouldn't notice JFW trucks specifically if Mrs. Leonard didn't work there, but I do watch more because of that. I see crazy stuff all over town. Dirty trucks, trucks, l- trucks losing parts as they drive trailers that look like they're ready to fall off etc keep up the good work tj leonard thanks tj yeah thanks, thanks TJ. tj that's awesome
1: <laughs> a, a shout out to tj too if anybody comes past the main yard here we hired him whether anybody knows it or not we had a a water issue and supply problem and a water line break and all sorts of stuff and we were forced to redo some landscape in our yard and his team just showed up this week and did a whole bunch of stuff here at the main yard and it looks so freaking nice, yeah. man. Yeah, it does. TJ, it, it rocks, buddy. What a wonderful job. Thank you so much. It, I am so, so proud to come down the street and see that. You know what I mean? Yeah. You look at the other other businesses in the neighborhood, and then you get to ours, and it's like, wow. That's, yeah, it I mean, makes me proud to come to work. It's pretty yeah. cool. Yeah. yeah, he made absolutely. us better, didn't he? Yeah, absolutely. There's the, yeah, yeah,
2: I mean, we're just a class act. What can I tell <laughs> you? I mean, what can we say?
0: <laughs> <laughs> you guys got any shout-outs?
2: Yeah, I just wanted to mention, Jam, and I know it just kept <laughs> reminding me, as you mentioned, a lot of the birthdays there being the nine eleven. I, I, I kind of felt like it got skipped over this year. Or I wasn't yeah. involved in the remembrance remembrance of it as mm-hmm. much as what I have been in the past or stuff. But I guess, yeah, shout out to the to the firemen, to the police officer, to the families that lost loved ones. Absolutely. I mean, that was a, that was you talk about Politico again. That was a t- an attack on the United States, yep. and yeah. you know, I think it's the most. Most killed on on our soil, our I soil. think, or something. It, ha- it has yeah. so many records. I I, yeah. I don't remember, but anyway, just a just a, a remembrance and a shout out to everybody that was involved in that, and that's that's part of our
1: history that should never be forgotten. Yeah. Yeah, it's yeah. terrible to have a thing like that happen to us and all the lives lost, but that was the last time that I felt like everyone we were unified right Mm -hmm. we all had the same common goal like who did this we're going to kick their ass right you know what i mean it wasn't you're a democrat you're a republican i don't even know what you are i'm this i'm that we we had a common goal and someone was going to pay you know what Mm -hmm. i mean and we had to get to the bottom of it and they did and you know, what a great thing, but we've lost that unity. Yeah. So we have, yeah. and we came yep. together. This, I mean, I certainly United don't States want... The
3: came together so much when that yeah. happened, and yeah, it's like I mean, now you wouldn't even be able to tell.
1: Remember, like, a week later, they showed neighborhood streets? Oh, helping everyone. With all the flags? Mm-hmm. Yeah. That was crazy, yeah. you yeah. know? Yeah. Yeah. But why do we have to have a tragedy exactly. to do
2: that? Exactly. Yeah. Right.
0: Yeah. Every, everybody Absolutely. was proud to be an American that day. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. You know what I mean? And now it's back to, uh, yeah, let's not go yeah. there, but you're right. Good shout-out to Yep. Jim. Uh, Robert Shaw, we did his culture meeting this morning. He wanted to give a shout-out to Rick Colleen. Not only did he say Rick is a fantastic trainer and a great guy, but Rick cut him loose, and the day after, he went on vacation. Rick went on vacation. Yeah. Rick shot him a text message or called him on vacation and said, Hey, if you have any problems while I'm out of town, don't worry about it. Give me a call,
1: right, and I'll it- help you out did that while starting his first day of vacation. Yes. Like reached out to his trainee the first day he was going to be on. Yep. You know, Rick was going to be gone and the trainee was going to be on his own. Right. On his own accord, Rick reached out. That, that yep. just tells you how special that guy is.
0: Mm-hmm. Tells you how much he cares. Right. Yes. You know? absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And that's.
2: When, when I wrote that down, I, you know, cause we all wrote that note down, I wrote down there, who does that? Right. Who calls on their vacation? Rick Colleen. Rick Colleen. But we hmm. all do. Right. That, that's our culture here that's what we're trying to build so that's not I mean that's extraordinary but that's commonplace here right mm-hmm. you know that's what that's what our culture needs to yeah. be so yeah. yeah thanks Rick for for setting the bar good job Rick
0: I'll have to remember to call on my vacation now. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> now we've
3: got things we got to follow now. we got uh, competition Rick, now. I hate when so the bar gets bar. raised. Yeah, it just gets geez. tougher. I,
2: I was on vacation last week. I called, but then my phone broke. <laughs> uh-huh. How convenient. Uh, Ricky
0: DeLeon, he actually took time out to write a handwritten shout-out. Ricky 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 tricky Ricky <laughs> yep I like to call him tricky Ricky so Ricky DeLeon says so I would like to shout out to all of the JFW family also I would like to thank and appreciate all of our amazing drivers thanks for the long hours and miles y'all are the real MVPs and a big shout out to everyone that went up to Fairplay this past Saturday the fog up there was thick and difficult to see through so kudos to you all then he said, "Don't forget to read the back." <laughs> 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 and I can't forget to shout out to the leaders, Brother Dave and Brother Jim. Thank you for all you do.
2: Oh, that was oh, that nice. is awesome. Wow. Thanks, Ricky. Appreciate that, buddy. Yeah, good stuff, man.
0: Good stuff. Feels good up here today. Feels good to be at JFW. Feels yeah. like yeah, it does. yeah it feels yeah. feels good. So you
1: know, that's really pretty special from Ricky because we've ran into this before, or, or you know certain people have touched on it in the past because this is this is national driver's week right, right. it's mm-hmm. think a trucker all week it's not right. a day no. right like you have parents day you have grandparents day you have Father's Day mother's Day yep. this is truck driver appreciation week mm-hmm. right right yep. I mean who gets a week, a week. truck drivers do right yep. Yep. my point is Ricky's not a truck driver nope But he's secure and thankful enough in his position to thank them. Right. How cool is that? He could be going, well, where's mechanics day? Why doesn't the shop get it? You know what I mean? Worried about his piece rather than supporting the other side. That's cool.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I love that. And yeah, yeah, it is, it is truck driver appreciation week. And thanks again, Ricky. And Great points, brother Dave. But you know, you guys are, you know, we say, we say truckers make America run. Yeah. we, We move it. Yeah. You know, if, 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 the truck stops running, America stops running. Right. You know, yeah. There's no food on the shelf. It would take days mm-hmm. to uh-huh. run out of food, milk, water, gasoline. Every and- Everything's been on a truck. So, you know, obviously we are a trucking company, so the the, the drivers are the heartbeat yeah. of of JFW. And you guys do bust your ass every day. Yeah. You know, and, I mean, we talked to a guy this morning, Robert Shaw. He said the job is easy. He said it's easy money, and it is easy for some people, Right but you still got to bust your ass here you know Mm -hmm. the hours are unforgiving we spend a lot of time away from our families you know it's not the most glorious job in the world we had that one person describe it as this is an old school job that could be shitty but you guys are trying to make it the best we possibly can and (laughs) who was it? andy conrad right yeah yeah so so thank you guys uh we, we appreciate you i appreciate you and you know, I hope you feel special this week. So
2: Yeah, yeah absolutely. Sure. And and just to go along with that, I know Joanne, Amber, and Ann and Angie, they've all taken a lot of their own time and, you know, company oh, yeah. time to do the burritos, the donuts, the yes. gifts. Absolutely. The, the raffles. <coughs> the raffle. Yeah, all mm-hmm. of that. So, you know, Amber, since you're sitting here, thank you. Appreciate that.
1: Shout out to the A team with a capital J. Yeah. yeah. yeah.
4: <laughs> I like that. I like, I like it. it. Right? <laughs>
3: Yeah,
0: Yeah, and just speaking about this week, we've never had a trucker appreciation week like this week, no. and we've done an ice cream truck. I think we've done right. a food truck, but Amber's raised the bar. Absolutely, L-O-X. right? okay. Yeah. Yep, yeah, the, yeah, the leader of fun. Leader of fun. She's she's raffled off a whiskey glass set, That's uh cool. inflatable recliner. I know yeah Yeah, the
2: refrigerator wasn't there a refrigerator the little
3: lunchbox it was a yeah it was a heated lunchbox
0: the lunchbox yeah so great great job yeah thank you yeah no doubt do you guys want to say anything for truck driver appreciation week other than what we said before i play we have a couple people that wanted to say thank you as well i'm going to play that no
1: i mean dave covered it for me i mean i can't i can't yeah, I just—I mm-hmm. mean, I just want to emphasize, and we—we we say it a lot around here, but there are two positions at JFW. Yeah, that's where strictly solely there are two jobs at JFW. You're either a driver or you're driver support.
4: Mm-hmm.
1: And you yeah. know the interviews we've been having in the morning. Everyone in this office today, because we're not in a truck, we're driver support. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Right. If you're in a truck, you're a driver. Otherwise, you're driver support, mechanic, shop, wash bay admin, dispatch, I mean we are we are here to support you guys and gals, back you in your decisions, support you, make you better, you know, everything yeah. we're we're driver support. Yeah. How do we help? How can we help? Yeah. What do we need to do to make you better? That's the goal, right? Yeah.
0: You know what I wanna love about those culture meetings and even the interviews, from the very beginning we always sit down uh, the applicant or the driver at the head of the table. Right? We're yeah. here to support yeah. you. Yeah. You know what I mean? So mm-hmm. yeah. Yeah. Uh, I do like that. All right, I'm going uh, to take a second. I'm going to play our truck driver appreciation. Thank you. Oh, very cool. Perfect.
3: Hey, JFW family. This is Joanne. I just wanted to say thank you so very much for all that you guys do for us, all the hard work and dedication that you do here at JFW. Um, I hope you enjoy everything that we have planned for you this week. Um, Please know that we really, really do appreciate you guys. Thanks so much.
0: Hey, JFW family. Just wanted to give you guys a big old thank you. Uh, You guys make this place a lot better. You guys make the world go around. And uh, don't ever think you guys don't matter because you guys do. Again, thank you guys.
3: Hi, family. It's Linda. Wanted to let you know how much I appreciate all you do for dispatching for me. All your hard work, the late hours, long hours in summer, hanging in there when we're crazy busy, and when we're crazy slow. We really do have a great group of professional, courteous drivers, and we have the best drivers. That's why JFW is the best. Thank you all.
0: Hey, I'd just like to say thank you to all the truck drivers out there today. Appreciate everything you do. We couldn't do it without you. Have a great day, everybody. Hey,
3: guys. This is Amber here just wanted to give you guys a huge shout out and let you guys know that we are super appreciative of everything that you guys do. I know that the job can be tough. It's not easy. And you guys take a lot of time away from your families to be here to get stuff done, get the job done. We want to know, let you know that we see you and we know that you guys show up every day ready to go. And we appreciate you every day, not just during Appreciation Week, but every day. Happy Truck Driver Appreciation Week! All right,
2: <laughs> perfect. I know some people. Uh, whether it, I guess it matters anyway, but just so you guys all know, that was Joanne, Jr., Linda, Scooby, Amber that all made those. I know, like yeah. Scooby and Jr. I don't think they said their names, but
0: yeah. And then, just so you know, like <clears throat> we recorded this before we invited Amber on the podcast. <laughs> Thank you. Yeah, we were last minute. Amber, you want to be on the podcast tomorrow? I was like, I knew it was
3: coming. Let's do it.
2: Perfect week.
0: Yeah, it is perfect week. A couple things to talk about. Uh, Number one, Paycom. I'm going to read this right off my Bamboo message. Paycom, as you all may or should know by now, we are switching over to Paycom as our HR payroll platform. This process will take a few weeks before we are no longer using Bamboo, but today, Wednesday employee logins will be sent out via email so please keep an eye out for this and follow the instructions you receive there's gonna be a checklist that goes along with this that will help you verify that all your information is correct one thing we want to bring to your attention and encourage you to do is verify your phone number as this will allow you to uh, do your own password resets if you need be. You won't have to call me or anybody from management. Also, Angie, Amber, Ann, and Joanne will be here at the office to help and answer any questions when you get in for the day. So the last thing is we need this done by Friday because Monday we're going to start using Paycom to clock in and out.
2: Mm-hmm. So, Very cool. It, yeah. yeah, it's, it's <clears throat> exciting stuff. Again, like we talked, changes are always tough sometimes they they have bumps in the road but you know we just all of us as the as the leadership team just went through paycom um to get an introduction to it the other day Mm -hmm. and i was excited about the power it puts in the in the all of our employees and teammates hands Mm -hmm. to be better people to be a better company all that kind of stuff and i i wanted to mention you know you mentioned like yes you're going to get an email so it's an email about paycom right Mm -hmm. so you understand that, and to to verify your information, that means your address, that means your name, that means your birthday, that means your social security, yep. that your information, your personal information. Yep. Double check your bank accounts, yep. right? Mm-hmm. Got to make sure everything that's being sent to you. And I know Jam mentioned there's a checklist, yep. but look at the information. Take a few minutes; it will become so powerful for you guys. This this paycom and and the information in there will just make you better. I, I mean, a thing we went over is. You know being able to verify and and look at your ticket not your tickets but your paycheck for that day um we're gonna ask probably that you guys make sure you have all your tickets in no matter what that monday morning of that week that you yeah. will be paid from the week before yep. so that all you can verify your information and we're we're on top of it this is yep. this is good stuff I, i'm excited about it
0: yeah i'm super excited it has a lot of great it's very dynamic you yes know, and, yeah you know just Going to these Paycom meetings are a little bit of a pain in the butt, but to learn what Paycom is capable of is really cool. You know, the just the being able to approve your own paycheck feature is so powerful. Mm -hmm. You know, to to be able to figure out before your check is cut that there's a problem and have that fixed before it's cut. I mean, you're just saving time, and you know, it's just very very user friendly and and stuff like that. Absolutely,
2: and it's and it's going to start with the applicant. You know, that's how far right. back this will start yep. is the minute you apply. Yep. It takes notes on that, takes notes on you. Yep. You're in there, yep. you know, that shows you what we we have to offer. Yep. You know, gets going to let you play around with, you know, I don't know your four hundred and one k percentages. What what dependents you want to claim? All of that's in there yeah. without having to talk to anybody, yeah. and then and then you sign it and approve it, and it's sent to Joanne or yeah. or Amber or whoever's working on this stuff, and yeah. and it's approved. So
0: yeah. and then for the office, it's going to take take out a lot of the redundancy and stuff like that. It's going to free Joanne up a little bit to work on some bigger and better things instead of some of the the stuff she has to deal with right now. Yeah, Yeah. what's
1: cool about it is, we keep talking about going back. Like because everyone we have here currently, yes, they're going to have to go back and do it. Any person that starts Monday forward, that's the only system they're going to know. Yeah, Yeah. they're going to be like, yeah, yeah, Yeah. Yeah, exactly. They're going to be like, oh, this is really simple to use. Yeah,
3: you know, even if for everyone who's been familiar with Bamboo for a long time, Paycom, they're most likely going to like it better because I feel like it's just easier. It's more laid out better. The structure of everything, every question,
1: much more fluid. Yeah, more yeah. all the
3: questions that you have pertaining to anything you can find, it has accessible points on there nice. that you can find whatever you're questioning. They have a whole guide there that tells you exactly what to do. So. Nice, right. that is awesome. Yeah, yeah and one of yeah. the
2: one of the points Paycom pointed out to us too that will help you always go back home is just click on our logo. Yeah, our logo will be on the app. And on the on the desktop, just click our logo. Takes you back home. You can go through all your choices again on whatever you
1: want to do. Yeah. So, it's yeah, a- and just a little reminder, because someone's going to run into it. That is it on the password in the beginning. That says zero, not an no? Which where's that yeah, at? So the company. I, mean, I know ID, we've put that in the email. I know we've talked about it. I know we. But someone's inevitably going to be like, "This doesn't work." Right.
0: Mm-hmm. Somebody is not going to know what Paycom is today. Right. Yeah, right. So, yeah, yeah. Yeah. But yeah. So the company ID starts with a zero. Not yes. An o. you yes. know, and that, that's pretty standard. Anytime you, like, an event number. Well, maybe not. Yeah, yeah. I think even a VIN number. I don't think there's O's. I think there's zeros or. You know, Anytime there's a number and letters combined, yeah. I think the zero is just always going to be a zero. Yeah. I love so. a
1: zero when it's in question that has a line through it.
0: Right. right that yep. way it's just there's mm-hmm. no question that's yep. a zero yep. Yep. right
2: yep.
1: how will that look on the
2: hoods Steve? <laughs> I, yeah. I was about that. to say no no so, one what's, what's so
0: funny is we say all of our trucks start with zero zero but yeah. we say double o double yeah o- <laughs> right yeah. Yeah. right is that yeah. like an
1: oxymoron I, right? is that <laughs> like giant shrimp yeah. <laughs> uh,
2: uh, i tried to do that because when i say a phone number jam i do the same thing you know oh
1: or something
2: yeah. like
0: that, and
1: I'm like,
2: yeah. oh,
3: that's a, that's a 0
2: Don't i think
1: O two. is easier to say than zero.
0: Three O three. Yeah. Yeah. Three zero three. Yeah. One less syllable.
3: Try mm-hmm. having an address of all ones. Try explaining that to the delivery driver. Right. Yeah. Uh, eleven one eleven instead of one 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 one. Right. Like, what? How many ones? Wow. Yeah. It sounds 11. like
2: six 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 or something. It's horrible. <laughs> it's
3: yeah. has its that's days.
2: <laughs> I bet.
0: So, Amber, thanks for being here today, especially on such short notice. I was happy you could work it out with your family to be able to come in early, even though we started an hour late, but we won't, oh, we won't get into that. So.
1: I, I have it marked at 7.52, Jam. I think we're only like 52 minutes I late. i had
3: at 7.51, so. <laughs> I'm rounding it up. <laughs> so Amber, well, tell, were, you,
0: were you really late
2: then? <laughs> I was really really <laughs>
0: Amber tell us a little bit about you And your family and what you guys like to do On your time off and stuff like that
3: Okay so um, Start with me for a little bit here I am a military brat So we moved every three years So I've um, seen a lot of places Been to a lot of different I've been to some different countries Got to experience that aspect of things Um Moved to Maryland, which was my home state for about seventeen years. Then I needed a change. You know, things were some things were going on back home, and I wanted to try something new for me, and decided to pick up and move here. Um, At first, when I moved here, I'm like, "Where did I just move to? Mm There is a bunch of hills and mountains, and this is not back home." Um, But you know, I I really enjoy it here, and I'm glad I made the move. Change is good. Um, I have two children. So I have a daughter. She's 11. She'll be 12 years old soon, and she's sarcastic like her mom. I have a 7-year-old son. He's going to be 8 come October. Um, I have a fiancé. His name is Jesse, and we've been together for about 10 years. Nice. Um, some of the things that we enjoy doing is we enjoy sightseeing, seeing new things, taking new adventures instilling memories in our kids that they'll be able to take with them and pass down to their children yeah Uh um even though they complain like when are we going back home this is boring there's no wi-fi but you know uh, we do it you know it's worth it um so that's a little bit about me and my family um and then i i made a career at a company for about 10 years so and then needed to change from nothing
0: okay yep. so when you say that are you talking about adams county
3: adams county yes okay. so they call yeah. it adcom adcom mm-hmm.
0: gotcha so tell us about your career com
3: like c-o-m a-d-c-o-m
1: versus mm-hmm. like county like c-o-n as in no right
3: so the sheriff's department is acso so we are they labeled us as adcom because it's a comm center for oh, adams county communications, right? communications okay. yeah okay and then they added the 911 at the end of it for the dispatch center.
0: Got it, Mm -hmm. and what'd you do for Mm ADCOM?
3: I was a dispatcher. I started out as a call taker. Um, It was a family-oriented business in the beginning and then it kind of changed the structure and things changed quite a bit. I dispatched um, for four different police agencies. We dispatched for Commerce City, Brighton, North Glen and unincorporated Adams County. Um, And I also dispatched on the fire department side. And there we had a good seven fire departments.
0: Oh, wow. What kind of uh, testing did you have to complete to to work there? Did you?
3: Yeah, they make you take a serious. So Adams County is a little bit different versus some of the others. Um, This one's not as strict. But... We had to take like an agility test. We had to make sure we weren't dyslexic and couldn't read things. Like, the number's backwards. You have to speed test for typing. Mm-hmm. Um, and you have to be pretty accurate about what mm-hmm. you were typing. You can't make errors because that goes to court. And the judges look at all that stuff, so you can't have errors. So you got to be pretty.
0: Sure. Mm-hmm. How many words can you type a minute?
3: Oh, gosh. Um, I could probably do about... Fifty-four to sixty. Is that good? That's good. Yeah. 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 <laughs> I hope so.
4: <laughs>
0: I could do six.
3: So. Yay! i, I six
2: have to tease good. Randy because I still watch him hunt and peck. He's he's up to two.
3: No, <laughs> yeah. Randy. Yeah. Two's better than one. Yeah. That's right. <laughs> and then did you have
0: to take like a like a final test to to prove you could do the job?
3: Yeah. So you you took a final test. It's basically a three part series, and then once you pass. Um, you know, they they make you go in front of a whole bunch of people. Like I thought this was intimidating, but they have a whole board, like a board and yeah. you have to yeah uh, pass all their series of questions and background checks, such that.
0: Is there like a, a test call, like a test? 911 call you gotta answer well
3: they would ask you just scenarios what would you do if this happened or you know XYZ but it was never just to put you on the phone and pretend and that ordeal how you would actually handle it if you were in the moment but just scenarios
0: gotcha and then what is there a lot of on the job training to your
3: well when I first started no there was not Um, I got probably about a good five-day training and then they put you all in the center and let you go and answer the phone calls, which was super intimidating. Yeah, man. um, You know, but now their structure of training system has gotten better. Sure. So those, the new hires for now, more current currently, um, I would say it's about a six-week training, and then they move on to, pro- like, steps. So if you're a call taker, once the trainer, which I also was a trainer there, um, would pass them, and we felt like they were good to move on, then they could move up. And qualify for like different positions. Gotcha.
0: You think you could dispatch our trucks with no problem? Sure. Okay.
3: That's Absolutely. Good Let's do it. <laughs> I'll make it work. it's oh, funny. I can't <laughs> guarantee where they'll go, but they might not like me.
0: What are some of the things you had to contend with at AdCom and what led you to come to JFW?
3: Um, so I dealt with quite a bit there, actually. Um, you take a lot of bad calls and, you know, you you deal with people's trauma mm. every day that's not your own trauma. And you try not to internalize it because or take it personal. But it's almost impossible not to um, because some of the things that you do here on there or the stuff that you have to actually go through with somebody mm. um, can be pretty traumatic and, and have a long time effect on you. Wow. Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah, I get it's probably just like law enforcement. How do you how do you go to a murder scene of a child and yeah. not let that that hurt you? Yeah. You know I
3: mean? And you feel helpless when you're on the radio, on the phone right. because you can't do anything. All you can do is try and walk them through. Because some people it's their first time ever calling and right. they don't know what to do. Um so you feel kind of helpless on that end, but on the other aspect, you're really the first responder. Sure. Because you're getting the, you know, the ambulance, the police there because they have to have a location to go for to first. Right. You know, so yeah. and then you'll stay on the phone with a lot of them until the police or emergency personnel get there. Right. Um, and that could be like walking a baby infant CPR and, mm. you know gunshot wounds and stuff like that yeah, yeah that's, that's just crazy I mean. yeah it's you
1: right. know you you think about like around here we've had those calls during the day where it's like oh that's a bad phone call oh that's bad phone call. every time the phone rings there it's bad right. it's bad almost you know what i mean so, yeah i mean and no one's calling COVID, and going hey you
0: yeah no, i just wanted to call and ever, say thanks <laughs> for today no yeah. and you rarely
3: ever hear it but when you do when when you finally hear that you're like wow yeah i, I i'm really doing something good sure you know sure. you don't hear it that often but yeah you
1: have to realize the good that's coming from what you do There,
3: yeah yeah yeah. because there's just if you let it consume you it really can oh i can't imagine you know but uh, you have your memorable calls you have your real bad calls but then you have some really funny good calls that you'll always remember and yeah you take that with you
0: tell yeah. us about a really funny good call
3: <laughs> um so in north Glen, there was a wild turkey that was running a loose for the longest time <laughs> And the civilian population thinks that the police can go handle a turkey for some reason. So we would get calls about this turkey constantly. Well, I was dispatching a police radio, and I was on the phone at the same time talking to the caller. And I had to put the caller. I said, sir, hold on for a second. Hold on. I have to answer the police radio. And so I'm answering the police radio. I still have him in my ear. And um, I could hear him gobbling making gobbling sounds (laughs) and I'm trying not to laugh on the air because I'm like what is this guy doing um and he's trying to get the turkey off of his roof by doing turkey calls and (laughs) I I was no more good after that I'm like what I'm like "Sir, what are you doing he's like I'm trying to get it off my roof he's I was like is it coming down and then you start to play into the you know the role a little bit and yeah it was pretty funny that was a good one and um had some pretty emotional ones too like sentimental ones you know um i had to tell a complete stranger that i didn't know that i love him just to get him off the phone and that was weird yeah Uh that was weird (laughs) that
1: was weird wow Uh, Mm
0: -hmm. did you get a lot of like nonsense like not emergency oh yeah just a lot
3: um I picked up the phone once and I thought there was honestly, like this guy was calling in a homicide or something. He was screaming. He was just out. of. I had to control him and get him to calm down. I said, where are you? And he said, I'm at the Taco Bell. I said, what is happening? And he's like, these employees will not give me my money back. <laughs> he was, I need my dollar. And some odd change it was. He's like, they're not giving it back to me. It's my money. And he would have thought the world was over and someone got killed because he yeah. was acting. I'm like, it is it, not that serious. But yeah. maybe for some of us, know. Huh? Uh,
0: <laughs> and you did that for ten years, huh? Ten
3: years. Yeah. Wow. Mm-hmm. God bless.
0: So, what do you what do you do here at JFW besides we've nicknamed you the L.O.F. the Leader mm-hmm. of Fun? What else do you do here?
3: <laughs> um, I do a lot of the the billing and the invoicing. Mm-hmm. Uh, get a lot all of the paperwork that gets turned in. So when the drivers come in, they turn it in. I check some of the tickets. Um, and make sure that if it's not entered, I enter in the driver's times or the driver's amount for the tonnage to make sure they get paid. Because if it's not entered and we don't find it, they don't get paid. So uh-huh. if I stumble across that, then I'll go in and I'll enter in the tickets and um, so I do that. That's m- my main job. But then I've also you know developed the anniversary side of it, so the T-shirt port. Um, uh-huh. I help Joanne with a lot of the things like that she needs help with, some mm-hmm. of like, the tasks that she may need help with, some of the payroll. Sure. Um, Yeah, and then call some of the drivers, whatever she – like some of the insurance stuff and try and set up appointments for Joanne.
0: Gotcha. Sounds like your position is growing. It is. And expanding. It
3: is, yeah, and I yeah. like it. Yeah, I really do. That's good. Mm-hmm. Awesome.
0: <clears throat> what do you want to do here at JFW? Like do you ever say, I want to do that job?
3: Um. I always, I would like to help people mm-hmm. um, as far as providing resources. And, mm. you know, there's people go through so much and we just don't really understand, we're so busy and we don't see what people go through. But not all the time do people know where to turn to if they're having, you know, a family situation or a personal problem or being able to provide them with outlets and um, being able to, I want to be where I can be, useful here in every aspect so and also learning what kind of everybody does and putting up my hand in that a little bit to help out
0: nice Mm -hmm. just so you know the way the work things work here at jfw like you kind of get to create your own position you know Jordan
3: told me that i'm like i don't think you i think you're not telling me the truth no like i mean you
0: obviously have the things you got to do but Mm -hmm. if that's something you want to do you just gotta do it and make it happen and then that's what you do mm-hmm. <laughs> you mm-hmm. know what i mean yeah so it's one of the awesome things about working I mean, i've here never
3: been told that at a job before yeah that's for sure yeah, <laughs> um, mm-hmm.
0: yeah. you almost have to do it
3: right so, okay i'm learning that now. So. <clears throat> uh what's
0: your what's your favorite thing about working at jfw
3: um i have a lot but i will uh, say that the sense of appreciation you get here you actually get acknowledged um and you're not treated just like a, a body. Mm-hmm. You're treated like a person. Yeah. Um. And that that means a lot coming from some of the, my past jobs that I've had before. That's mm-hmm. awesome. Together in this game.
0: Do you have a, a point of frustration here? I mean, other than maybe working with Joanne. <laughs> I love Joanne. <laughs> She's so amazing. I'm just kidding, Joanne. Um.
3: No, I. Not with JFW. I think if there's any frustra- frustration, it's my own frustration with my own self. Because mm. I have so many things that I want to do. And I'm like, oh, we should do this. Let's do this. This would be fun. But, and I can't get them all. Like, I want to get it all and have it done now. Right. But I'm like one step at a time. So it's just wanting to do multiple things to help people or make it fun. Yeah. You know? yeah. You're doing a
0: good job mm-hmm. at it. It it is a work
1: in progress, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. Amber, I mean, to get things done and changed Uh, and mm -hmm. redone, it was so funny. You guys just, I mean, sheer coincidence, Jim and I carpooled on on Monday, but I had the keys to his pickup down at 23. He was supposed to come get me. Make a long story short, he couldn't come get me because I had the keys, but the pickup was here, right? So Mm -hmm. anyway, he hops in our old service truck, and it's a 92 Ford that – we built sometime in the late nineties right, and we're driving at home and it just we started reminiscing about all the things that have changed, but this is over the course of pushing four decades mm-hmm. right. right you mm-hmm. know what i mean i i we looked back at what our fleet was like then, what our service truck i mean it wasn't service trucks right. you know now we have service trucks we right. have you know we didn't have a loader, we have loaders we you know we didn't have twelve trucks, we have almost a hundred you know I mean just it's just weird how things have morphed, but it, it, like, it hasn't stopped. That pressure of needing to be better mm-hmm. and changing, just like the landscape out front, right? You right. know what I mean? It was, it was time. It needed changed. It needed to be fixed. It needed to be redone. It needed to be made better. And, and then boom. Yeah. I mean, done. But now but so. how you know, we waited what, two months? I mean it's been right. two months since we had that water line repaired, you know, and even Casey showed up here for, for an interview or for something and he's like, What happened to the yard? You right. know? I just he says, I just got one question, what happened to the yard? So I don't know. I think it's interesting when you use that like time frame that it, mm-hmm. it, it you want it now, yeah. But as I look back on it, I feel like I've wanted it now and here we are yeah. 35 to 40 years later right. mm-hmm. with that same feeling or even you could even say anxiety I don't I don't want to say it gives me anxiety, but I come in with the same push every day. Right. This needs to be better, this needs to be fixed this needs to be updated. this needs to be you know and what I mean it's to like just
0: healthy stress. Mm-hmm. yeah
1: yeah i
3: guess mm-hmm. it's like the next thing right. like
1: this just needs to be done so mm-hmm. i you know not to yeah. get sidetracked there no already, right. but completely that's but it's, it's how i identify with that you no, know
3: and that makes sense because i mean like you said things could always be better things always need to be done but things could always also always be done 10 times more better than right. what it is right and it just right. continues and continues yeah again.
0: yeah what does working at jfw mean to you
3: Um, JFW uh, has taught me a lot here and it means, you know, family, togetherness, culture, feeling a place of belonging, um, heart is what a lot of it means to me.
0: Nice. How long have you been here
3: now? Is it six months? Uh, no, almost a year. Come oh, November. Come so you- oh, November. Just, wow. That's right,
0: wow. Huh? We just ordered your shirt. That's yeah, right. we did. Yeah. She, that she just ordered her shirt, right? She, <laughs> she, she had a little help.
4: <laughs> <laughs> wow.
0: But it's so funny. She orders a shirt and then, not that there's a problem with that mm-hmm. shirt, but it was like one of those cases where... There was just more mm-hmm. feedback and back and forth. It's <laughs> yeah, gonna be yeah. so <laughs> sad too. Minutes. Like, yeah. So I
3: really dig that yeah, shirt. I'm like, yeah. please, just let me have this shirt. I really like it. It's yeah. cool. They're like, well, we
0: don't know if we could do it. We'll have to check. Sometimes they gotta like do something with the stitching. You know? Yeah, it was yeah. a little and bit they made of a work it to do they yeah, made That's it work. nice. Yeah. That's mm-hmm. awesome. Yep. Yeah. So those shirts will probably be, I don't know, was it a month ago we ordered them? Mm-hmm. Yeah, probably another probably couple same weeks. Right. They'll be coming in. Yep. So
1: yeah. I bet it's better than the other ones we've gotten.
3: I mean, Not, I feel... I don't know if a male a male would want to wear this one, but... Yeah. There, it is pretty nice. I'm just
1: kind of using the, the morphing into being better analogy, <laughs> right? Right. Yeah. So yeah.
0: basically, because you ordered this shirt, <laughs> mm-hmm. they're better than the shirts I ordered.
3: <laughs> Got it. Okay, okay, okay. Yes.
0: Understood. Oh, <laughs> funny. That is funny. Amber, what do you want to change here? Is there anything... If you could come into work tomorrow and wave your magic wand, what would you change?
3: Um... I don't think there's really a lot that I would change here because this, I have never worked for a company where there's this much togetherness. Um, I mean, there is things that are, we are obviously a little bit separated. You got the drivers, you know, that are on the road. We've got some that are here, some are at Yard 23. There's a lot of guys that I have never even met or yeah. seen. I just know them by their name because right. like it comes across to me. So, I mean, I would like to be able at one point, and I know that. It's going to get there, you know, but seeing more people, being able to get involved with everyone here.
0: Yeah. And with you taking care of the anniversary shirts, I know you won't Mm -hmm. see everybody, especially if they're at yard 23, but there's opportunity.
3: Right. And I've already had more interaction with everybody too, you know, so it's good. That's Mm -hmm. awesome.
0: Before we move on, Amber, we did want to take a few moments to talk about your mom. Mm -hmm. Uh, You've actually been on a podcast before. I actually listened to that podcast and. I couldn't, couldn't stop listening to it because it's a, it's a heavy subject, but why don't you talk about your mom a little bit, what's going on, uh, how we can maybe even help, and, and okay. you know, yeah, just absolutely. walk us through that.
3: Um, August 24th of 2018, uh, my mother disappeared from Lock Bowie, Colorado, um, and she still hasn't been found or located the police have been involved, but don't have any leads or anything like that, so they haven't been able to come up with really a whole lot of information. We all kind of have our idea on what we may believe have hap- has happened, right. um, but obviously we can't prove that, and without there being any evidence, you can't put for- bring it forward to court. Yeah. Um, we went on a lot of searches i spent days uh, out in the fields kind of looking for um and i i'm still looking for it never it never stops you know your your mind constantly keeps going and even though you have these these thoughts about what may have happened when you're driving or you know you're walking down the street and you see somebody who you think may look like her mm. um you know, you turn just to make sure, you know, but in, in my heart, I know kind of it's been, it's been four years now. Um, and it, it gets a little bit easier, but it really doesn't. Sure. So we try to put out as much information that we can about her. Um, we've had my mom on the news and again, the podcast, and there's been a couple YouTubers that have done some stories on my mom and did some really good research. Um, really impressive. Um, my mom is, her name is Terry Ackerman, Um, again, she went missing from Lock Bowie, Um, and she, if you type her name in the Google search, a lot of articles will come up about her, about uh, what happened. She, I got a phone call that she just disappeared, which is not like her, she never did anything like that. She was just a real quiet person, and I was really the only person she ever went to. Um, She left everything behind keys, wallet her card, debit card ID card um, she was a pretty frequent smoker and had a lot of cigarette packs she just bought all behind, her purse was left behind everything um, and again that's strange because she just does not have that behavior right. uh, I spoke with her the night before she disappeared and she seemed a little distraught mm-hmm. and she had uh, some issues with her husband here and there but I, you know, didn't try to pry into that a whole bunch, and it struck me odd a little bit that this she was crying, um, but I didn't again didn't think a whole lot. And then the next day, I I went to work, and that evening got a call from her husband saying that he reported her missing, mm. um, and ever since I just haven't. There's been nothing, and it's been hard. Yeah. But any time that we can get the opportunity to put her information out there. You know, um, it helps and anybody, it it also helps us too, because it makes us feel like she's not forgotten. And that's the worst fear is to feel like people forget.
0: Yeah. And Mm -hmm. just so you know, Amber, if, um, I'll search for the link or if you send me the link, we'll, we'll put it up on, uh, in the notes of this podcast. Mm-hmm. where people can actually go and listen to that and it's a pretty good podcast yeah you never know somebody uh-huh. i mean yeah listen to it because it's good but also listen to it because you may hear something or know something exactly or you, you just never know i mean mm-hmm. one little lead could turn into to something else so absolutely right. yeah and i i
2: don't want to be naive amber and i i just listen to you and i and i know it from you know you working here but you know we're you're talking that your mom poof disappeared there's mm-hmm. there's there is no leads, no foul play, no nothing. Your mom, I mean, I guess I can't imagine vanished. that. Yeah, vanished. Vanished. I mean, I can't imagine that, Amber. I mean, that's, I, I, I wish you'd show up or I wish you had some closure or anything for you, you know, mm-hmm. at this point. But I, I can't, yeah, that's a, you know, we all face, you know, our parents getting older or stuff like that or losing mm-hmm. a loved one or stuff like that. But you know what happens. So, right. yeah. I, I, okay, wish I have a little you, bit I of closure. Yeah, you know? yeah,
3: and and that's just it. But that's the the what you said is disappeared. The the truth about that is nobody disappears. Right. right. Nobody. Nobody. Well, you know what yeah, I mean. Good. good. But no. It, no. That's you were you are spot there's on. There's always dis- something that happened that led to that, and yeah. and what's what I can't fathom sometimes is. How does someone never get found? They're right. able right. to find some crazy stuff in this world, but when people right. go missing...
2: Yeah, I wish I could remember, Amber, because after I've talked to you before, I, I looked up missing persons and how many people disappear in the like, United huh. States alone and of never being heard from, mm-hmm. and it's staggering. Oh, you it's, know, bad. It, it's bad. It's yes. bad, and like you said, I guess I've never lot, thought about it that way. Nobody really disappears. Mm-hmm. Somebody, something happened. Something whether they happened. are living another life someplace else mm-hmm. or foul play, but you don't disappear. No, you know? you just I, don't. I, I used to live out in the Lock Bowie area, and I know you know the fields. It's a rural area. Uh-huh. You can, I mean, you could. I, I suppose you could be, you know, fall down in a field and not be found for right. years. You right. know, but like you're also saying, four years.
3: It's and, a long time, right? Mm-hmm. I mean, yeah.
2: I'm, I I feel. I, I don't feel. I mean i feel bad for you but i feel wanting for you of right. closure yeah, yeah. let's, let's yeah. figure it out mm-hmm.
3: but if you
0: if you listen to the podcast there is definitely foul
3: play No, oh, yeah there yeah. there is yeah. foul play yeah. Yeah. yes right. how, yeah. how old mm-hmm. was she um at the time she was let see i'm sort of she was 56 wow yeah 56 right. um and granted yes she's you know had had some mental dis- like disability she had bipolar You know, but here's the thing with that. And that's one thing that, you know, the police kind of put off. And and kind of, you know, their thing was, well, she's an adult. It's not a crime to go missing. Well, that's right. It's not a crime to go missing. But she's not missing. Like, something happened to her. Right,
4: yeah.
3: Um, And, you know, then it was, well, does she have any mental disorders? She has bipolar. But that's, you're taking away from what's happening here. And just because somebody has bipolar... Doesn't mean that they don't have a clear way of thinking. Right. Doesn't mean that they're going to go and do something destructive. It doesn't
0: mean they shouldn't be found. Exactly. That, that's the yeah, Exactly. That's the problem, Jim. Yeah. 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 And,
2: and you should help if they have a problem. Mm-hmm. To me you should be helping more mm-hmm. because they're missing that piece of of being able to do it themselves. Mm-hmm. Possibly.
3: And, and you know a lot of that and I've and for a while I was a little bit upset with the police department. But then I started thinking and I'm like they just don't have the staff that is knowledgeable and that's i think what falls in in a lot of these cases is that the police departments don't know what to do or they don't have someone that can handle missing like Lock Bowie doesn't have a detective so you know they're going by reaching out to other resources cbi fbi right um, but really don't have a clue on what to to do in these and this is a all over the united states sure and there's no set protocol
2: and then yeah. you also think. I mean, to me, I'm still sitting here thinking. You, mm-hmm. With all our technology of today, mm-hmm. there's not there's not something. Well, that's else. what when we
1: started talking about this, you know, it's like who doesn't have their phone on them when they leave? But I mean, mm-hmm. phone was and she left.
3: Had her phone behind. Right. Right. It's phone just, was
1: left. Purse was left. I mean, maybe I've watched too many TV shows, but you've you've seen on TV, you know, and again, TV show. I don't know whether it's true or not. Mm-hmm. Like they can triangulate the position of where the phone was at yeah, it doesn't can, even have to we be used, used to do that job, right? but we would type yeah. in the
3: gps coordinates and it would tell us kind of which cell tower you were kind of hitting off yeah so not maybe not specifically but they can tell you a generalized idea right, yeah. right. Or, yeah. should be
1: over here or whatever. Mm-hmm. yeah 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 so right quick where you guys were talking i just looked it up i don't know how accurate this is this is it says missing persons by state 2022 and it says, on average, more than 600,000 people annually that, that disappear. Was, that's, yeah, yeah that's, that was so. the annually figure, so. Dave, yeah. Mm-hmm. More than half a million people a year. Approximately 4,400, this freaks me out, 4,400 unidentified bodies are recovered each yeah. year. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. I mean...
3: It's a lot. And you don't, yeah. you don't look at it until something like, okay, you know, like what happened to me? Right. I never looked... To right. see right. how many people are missing. But then when she went missing, right. I was so in tune. And I couldn't believe how many people are missing. Right. And Colorado is a big, big state for missing oh my gosh. people. Yeah.
0: Does it say how many in Colorado? I, I'm sure I could probably pop into
1: gotcha. it. This is just the body, you know, when you do the yeah, search to, thing there.
0: To hear that, you know, potentially 600,000 other families experience what you went through. Yeah. yeah. You know, that's that's mm-hmm. a lot of pain. It is. I mean, it's
1: six and a half people for every hundred thousand go missing. Mm. Right. You know. I mean. Wow. That's. Yeah. That is mind-boggling when you don't. When you don't know that. When you that the realization of that
3: is. It's concerning. Yeah. It really yeah, and is. Yeah. I'll have concerning. to. I'll
2: have to try Amber too. It's just like we were just talking about. You know, three zero three or three zero three. You mm-hmm. know, not using that. I, I shouldn't use the word disappeared. Missing,
3: missing, right. missing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because they didn't
2: disappear. Right. No. They're just missing. Yeah, they're yeah. Just yeah. Missing. yeah.
1: So, so true. Great. Mm-hmm. The, the really. I mean, it, I don't know how to discuss it. I hope I don't touch a nerve, Amber. But mm-hmm. I mean, to have forty four hundred unidentified bodies recovered, though.
4: Mm-hmm.
1: I, I mean, what if, you know, no. what if by some horrific chance she was recovered in? I'm making it up, Idaho. No. And that's a good. How, how will you ever have closure when they're unidentified? I mean, well, how does that,
3: here's you know? The, again, I that's a good
1: I, question. I, I fall back to like movies, which you can't believe this stuff, right? Mm-hmm. But I mean, wouldn't it be amazing if there was just one database that had all that information? Oh, the, you know, like a, like fingerprints, you know, that and that's come so far now with technology, finally. But mm-hmm. before it used to be, if you went missing in Colorado, they just had a Colorado. Or I'm sorry, not missing. If you were imprisoned in Colorado, it just went to the Colorado systems, yeah. right? Mm-hmm. Instead of federal. Now you can be in, I don't know, incarcerated in Hawaii. Yep, you can be pulled up. up here, right? It's mm-hmm. all one big database now. I, I wonder if it's like that with well, the missing persons.
3: Well, so what they do um, with the missing persons is they'll usually reach out to the family. So me and my brother um, gave a swab of our DNA. Um, and then they pulled her records from one of the dental offices and put that into a database called the NAMUS, N-A-M-U-S system, Um, and it logs her information, her name, date of birth, and then the DNA in the system and her dental records in there. So in case she is located let's say, I don't know, in Texas or wherever, that they're able to find that through that database. Wow. Yeah, and that's if the, the agencies are following the, the things that they're supposed to do correctly because they have a time frame to get that stuff entered. Gotcha. But, if, no, but then that goes to what if there's nobody in, around, a family member or something like that, that can provide that stuff. Right. There's got to be another system that they can figure out. Or like you said, Fingerprints, like how do we all get our fingerprints on file? Yeah.
0: yeah, I remember growing up in Queens where I did as a kid, mm-hmm. you got fingerprinted, mm-hmm. you know, just to have record
3: of your prints. And you sh- I think that's, that you really should because anything could happen. Right. Yeah. Really, you know. Isn't that a thing at birth now, Jim? Don't they do that
1: at birth? You get fingerprinted, yeah. Right, but I mean, I, I seem to remember when Sam was born, there was something like you can opt... To, to do something with their like that can go in a database oh mm-hmm. I see what you're saying I, yeah. I just
2: not just your birth
1: certificate I just can't remember uh, 17 years ago I, I can't mean, remember that I I think that, that
3: should really but, be a thing yeah
1: yeah I, I, you can break Colorado out of that statistic it's funny it has a little bubble right. that breaks out every state for the United States and believe it or not Colorado uh, is 292 missing for the year and that averages almost 5 people for every 100,000 wow
0: can you look at uh, Chicago or Illinois?
1: It's funny because they have them in colors, and Colorado is red. Uh, Illinois looks like it is, no, that's India. There's Illinois is purple, so I think that actually means it's better.
3: I was going to say, what's the color? mean? Uh,
1: 317, 317, and it says total missing, so that must not be for the year. Ah, it's got to be for the year
0: 2022 is what you started off
1: yeah with. oh yeah missing persons by state yeah. 2022 it shows it up there in the header so 317 missing it's 2.47 people per one hundred thousand.
0: Ah, ha. because i was here should like 60 people go missing a day in chicago mm-hmm. clearly, clearly that's them. not true
1: right, right. yeah mm-hmm. so okay
0: yeah. well we'll definitely throw up the link amber okay. and um just to fw family if I can encourage everybody to to give that podcast a listen and you know maybe learn a little and, bit about what Amber's gone through and also you never know you might have a lead yeah.
1: right and you'll put that link in the email
0: in the in the po- yeah so I'm gonna put it in the podcast notes yes on. Podbean and uh apple podcast but then i'll also put it in the bamboo notes okay so there'll be a link where other if they listen and they go to the notes they'll be able to oh thank you hit, hit that as well so, yeah i mean cool.
3: anything helps you know just even yep. getting her picture out there is we also have a help uh find terry ackerman facebook page that i created yeah um that's also on there too why
0: don't you send me all of that yeah I will. and then i could reshare that stuff okay okay yep cool. thank you amber uh, you're our first guest that actually has come to the podcast with questions, so I'm going to turn over the floor to you, and you could ask us a couple questions here.
3: Okay. So, I actually have two questions. I, I sat on a question for a long time, but I was, didn't know how to word it right without sounding weird, but... Whatever, right? You should have tried That's
2: harder. Weird's we, good around here. It is. Od- odd's mean... good. Yeah, we're, we're all good with that. You should <laughs>
0: If you weren't trying to sound weird, you should have tried harder.
3: <laughs> <Aww>. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Uh. Okay, so my first question. We all have gone through something at some point in our careers that has impacted us negatively or positively that we continue to carry with us till this day. What is a memorable moment that you have, that you could share with us that might be able to help a new driver or even a senior driver?
0: Yeah. I mean, I actually thought about that question long and hard, and uh, I got three moments, if I can mention all three. Is Mm -hmm. that okay? Yeah. So first moment is um, I was a driver for aggregate industries. I drove a ready-mix truck, and I got assigned to this this, uh, plant called the Bannock plant and as soon as i walked in there i heard about what a A a-hole the plant manager was you're gonna hate him he's a jerk this and that he's not fair and i always kind of grew up like judging people off my own experiences so i just kind of okay well uh, thanks for the warning i guess but i'm gonna live out my own experience here well turns out he wasn't all those things he was actually a decent guy he wanted the work that needed to be done get done he actually ended up taking me under his wing. I learned how to be a batch man and uh, developed a really cool friendship with him today. And we actually do business with him because he's, he's a big wig over at AI now and he runs uh, Transit Mix and he runs actually the Dispatch or not runs it, but he oversees a lot of things for AI and he ended up being a really good friend of mine. So first, first thing I would say is Judge people on your own experiences and relationships with them. Mm -hmm. You know, you walk in somewhere and everyone's warning you about somebody who happens to be their boss. You know, take that with a grain of salt and Mm -hmm. form your own opinion. Uh, The second thing I would say was a pivotal moment for me, and I talked about this on the podcast before, is I've been a blue-collar guy my whole life. And uh, I had an opportunity where all of a sudden I was a chief operations officer for, uh, for a marketing company. And I work with my brother and two other former stockbrokers from New York. We all work from home. But anyway, I dropped the ball, and uh, my brother called me up, and he started, I call it, blowing blowing me out. Like, he was just, yeah, I mean, he wasn't holding back at all. And I was just coming up with excuses, and at one point I said, hey, man, I'm trying my hardest. And he says, well, if that's your hardest, we got an effing problem. He's like, if that's the best you got, this isn't going to work out. So definitely learned something there about what it means to be part of a partnership and a team. And I was able to carry that over here to JFW where I know my hardest has to be good enough. (laughs) right? Mm -hmm. Because if it ain't, somebody else, Amber, you might be doing my job. You know what I mean? So uh, that was another pivotal moment about what does it really look like to give your hardest. And don't say you're giving your hardest if you're Mm -hmm. really not. Uh Because guess what? There was a lot of, I'll just say it. I was getting paid four grand a week. I found, I found a new level of hardest. Yeah. (laughs) Right. So, so. (laughs) and then the last thing I feel is, uh, working here at JFW and making an impact here and just being part of a group of people, you know, I'll call it the steering committee or the other leaders, you know, I'm going to dramatize this. It's going to sound dramatic, but I've been able to battle with Jim and Dave, you know, and to be able to to, to use that term and battle with the owners of a company and still still have a job, number one, and win some of the battles, lose some of the battles, but actually be heard and listened mm-hmm. to. Mm-hmm. I mean, final decision is always going to be theirs, but to have that opportunity to to sit and, and speak with the owners and, and be considered, your opinion be considered, yeah. is, is pretty amazing. So yeah. those are my three things.
3: Oh, that's really good. I mean, you do, and, and the point that you said, you know, um, You know, if that's my if that was my hardest, you know, like that's so true, because you have to keep pushing and pushing and driving yourself to always do better. Because like you said, somebody else can do better. So push and push and push.
0: The brothers call it keeping your foot on the gas. Yeah.
2: (laughs) Which is hard. Which is hard to do, Jim. Yeah. You just. I mean, there's just some days that you just you wanna, you ease off the pedal. You want to set
0: that cruise control. Yeah, yeah.
2: <laughs> yeah. And and there is a few days like that. But otherwise, you gotta yeah. gather yourself back up and, and go yeah. for it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. yeah.
1: Mm-hmm. There's uh, no one else gonna do it for you. No, yeah. Yeah. No, no, right. no. It's like it's I mean, like that's anything. Just, that's yeah, a fact. Dave, there's yeah. no one else going to do it for you. It all comes down to you, you. Yeah. Yeah.
3: right? You are your
2: yeah. own person. Yeah. Great question, Amber. But I I I think I would have to talk for a while and things would spill out of me um (laughs) you know of of this situation and that situation but it's always I mean I've been here long enough now I I used to joke that if I had to go get a job someplace else I've never filled out an application in my life Mm -hmm. um which I don't know how many people have said that um or, or can say that um so I you know I don't have you know not jealousy but but envy jam because he's got other experiences he can pull from Mm -hmm. you know like like the other drivers here of working at food services or running a flatbed or something like that you know sometimes that that makes me look at well I've I've never done that or anything like that but you know I have things me and Dave have talked you know a lot during the podcast and stuff we've had we had a company that filed bankruptcy on us and and uh, really hurt mom and dad and they were about to hang it up and you know looked at me and Dave and said if you guys want to you know go on with this you know here it is and we did things that you know not i suppose you could look at it were unsafe but we did things that you couldn't that, do today you couldn't do
1: today but they, 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 they were illegal enough you couldn't do them today
2: yeah and i'm not i'm not saying like i don't, I don't want to think illegal like you could kill somebody dave right. but did you we know, have license
1: plates on everything
2: no, no. No, we didn't have license plates. Right. We we welded a spring together. Was that going to hurt somebody? No. Right. we did, did we run some tires that shouldn't have been ran? Yeah, but that wasn't going to kill somebody. I guess right. that's what I wanted to note mm-hmm. there. Right. You know. Yeah. But it gave us that. It gave us that deal of here. Here's where we need to put our 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 foot, and it's on the gas pedal. Yeah. And yeah. we continue to go forward. Have we had some? You know, if I if I think about something horrific, accidents. Yeah, we have. But even through that horrific accident, there's always like. Well, it could have went this way, or this could have happened, or this, wow, we lucked out, it didn't, this didn't happen. And and then you're like, oh, well, we were pretty lucky. You know, and you're you're talking totaling a tractor and trailer, you know, having somebody go to the hospital and you walk away and and the person wasn't really hurt, but you totaled a truck. And you're, and I'm thankful for that. So that would be, that shapes me every time. Um, It shapes me. As in, sometimes, as in that, you know, Jam said, "What'd you say just a minute ago?" A healthy, a healthy worry, a healthy concern,
0: healthy stress, yeah, healthy, healthy yeah. pressure.
2: Yeah, I, sometimes mine's just not so healthy, Jam, it, right. because. But I, but I, that phone call, you you wait for the phone call, I guess, Amber on 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 my side, and luckily, hopefully, Dave agrees with me that we have people we're able to put people around us that help with that stress and those decisions and and take us to another level like you know a concern where you know me and dave can't answer the phone to help somebody but we have joanne we have you we have jam we have jr or or something like that or we have rick colleen just you know another driver that offers help that's that's creating a a a place that i always wanted to work or always dreamed of having i didn't know you know when i was out with don creason my my trainer that that was the dream I wanted. <laughs> I right. Didn't, I didn't know that was right. That was possible, but that's that's where we're at. So that would be, you know, a short version. But I could probably, you know, talk for hours. And something I want to add is I I remember places around town by what happened there with a truck. Oh yeah. You know, the engine went out there. The drive shaft went out there. We burnt one down there. We wrecked down there. We tipped one over here. Yep. We we. Blew out a tire here.
1: We towed a truck from here. Drove a truck home with no rear end. Drove a truck home with no clutch. (laughs) You know what I mean? Yeah, -hmm. Yeah. Uh, that's how. Put pepper in a radiator to get it home from Parker. I mean, yeah, just endless, endless stories of. You're like, oh my god,
2: yeah, you did, you did what? Mm. You know, I mean, me and Scooby. I mean, he he's back. I mean, we 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 laid a trailer over. We were down on a job site and. And, uh, you know, he was the lowboy driver at that time. And we just went down and there was a loader just sitting there on the side for that would put pipe in the ground or it was their loader, but it had a big set of forks on it. Me and Scooby just went and started the mm-hmm. loader and picked up the trailer cause it was pretty much junk and <laughs> threw it on the low boy and it was somebody yeah, else's yeah. loader, but you yeah. just, you got it done and you got mm-hmm. off the job site. You know, we, w- I think we probably let the, per- whoever it was know, but right. you, you just kind of get it done. So I have, I, that's. I guess that's my memorable stuff. I don't. I don't know, Dave. I, I'd,
1: I mean, I don't want to say you stole my thunder, but I mean, that totally, was Jim. That I was mean, really, that yeah, was, you know, yeah. I mean, totally. I, I have, <laughs> you know, Super Dave's not here, but one of his biggest training moments when he first started, it was like his first winter, and we were down at Plant 13. Actually, he was down at Plant 13. He was a new enough guy, uh, you know, only been here months. I mean, I, he started in the summer, and this, this was this was quite a snowstorm that was coming in. And this is one of those deals, like Jam said, you know, we don't take our foot off the mm-hmm. throttle. Well, snow's not supposed to hit till 10. Go get a load, right? Mm-hmm. You know, nowadays, we're like, oh, snow's coming at 10, and uh, ran and closed. You know. right. Bring right? it in. It may be 60 mm-hmm. degrees out, and it's like, well, they say snow's coming, and we're closed now. Mm-hmm. You know, back then, it was like, hey, snow's not coming till 10. Let's go get a load. Mm-hmm. Well, mm-hmm. now we have, like, four trucks stuck down at the mm-hmm. Plant 13, Right. We have the first truck drive up out of there. And this was before it was a dirt road then. Now it's paved. You know, I mean, that's how long ago we're talking. Well, we had a truck spin out, and it was on the railroad tracks. Loader couldn't pull it out. I mean, it was, you know, finally he gets off the tracks. But now he's half in the ditch. He's barely out of the way of the train if it comes through. You know, can't move it because it's so slick. It's one of those storms. It's so slick. The loader can't move it. The loader just spins. It's like instant ice the way it's set up, right? So a uh, guy that used to work for us, Doogie, Jim Smith. His birthday's today. He yeah, yeah, we share a birthday, right? Yeah. Uh, year apart, but share a birthday. And uh, I'm like, Doogie, hey, Super Dave and this guy named Gary Kincaid that used to work for us, That was he was actually the lead guy to help Super Dave out. He was the one stuck on the tracks, right? He was the one going to show Dave how to get over the tracks, right? <laughs> anyway, make a long story short, I mean, in the middle of this, it was pretty much like a blizzard conditions we load up in this old service truck we have and it's it's a 76 chevy this was the late 90s right so it's square mm-hmm. I mean, we're already a in a 20 year old pos i'm talking pos here folks and uh, anyway we get down there and i'm like well i think the only way we can get the truck out is we need to winch it you know this was today we'd just be like oh you need to call a tow truck and a yeah. tow truck could do it well we couldn't afford a tow truck then right so how do you winch something when there's nothing to hook your winch truck to oh. i hook to the railroad tracks so I hooked the front of the service truck to the railroad tracks. We're making progress, man. Doogie and I get that, oh get that truck winched up out of the ditch, and, and all we need to do is disconnect it, and all of a sudden we hear ding, 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 oh ding, ding, ding. Here comes a train, full bore coal train coming down those tracks. I have so much tension on the chain from the service truck to the tracks. It's just straightforward. It's just a straight line like an arrow, Right tensioned on that tracks and doogie's like trains come in and i'm like no shit <laughs> pull the service truck forward you know because i mean we you got to understand yeah, we, we have fast. a winch from the service truck to our truck we have a chain from the service truck to the train tracks everything's got tension on it so we need to undo the tension on the winch to get it so we can pull the service truck forward we have the service truck with chocks drove in the ground because it's so icy so it won't slide backwards it has outriggers that we have down in the ground so it doesn't slide i just run to the chain and of course i can't get the chain off it's it's got twenty thousand pounds of tension against it right and i'm just looking at this train coming and the snow barreling down and doogie jumps in this service truck you guys and i'll never forget this it had a throttle lock on it because to run the winch you pulled the throttle out to like 4500 rpm i mean the truck's just sitting there screaming this old 350 gas engine and doogie just crams the truck in gear and he lets out the clutch and i'll never forget the vision that the wheelbase on that service truck was so long the truck was just hopping it was it was like the frame was like flexing into to try and scoot forward you guys and I'm laying on the tracks. I'm trying to get that chain off, and the train's coming, and everybody's like yelling at me going, get out of the way, get out of the way. And you guys, I could not get that freaking chain off the tracks. And I'm like, holy shit, we're going to derail like a 100 coal cars. How am I going to make this call to the insurance company? And I mean, this whole time, like the train's coming at 50 miles an hour. It's barreling snow down. I got people yelling at me. I'm laying literally on the tracks trying to get the chain out for you know, it's covered in snow. It's snowing so hard, right? And oh my God, I finally just jump in the ditch and the train, you know, train clears me. But it hit that chain, you guys, and it snapped that chain instantly. I mean, it just wham! And I'm like, oh my god, don't derail, don't derail. And I look up and that chain, it was a 20-foot chain. It stayed attached to the front of the service truck, but at that time, to protect the crossing arms, they took railroad ties, and they stood them on end, and they drove three of them in the ground. To pro- that was like their guardrail to protect the crossing arm, right? That chain came off of the track with such force, it hit the first rail- railroad tie that was in the ground, standing straight up, and it wrapped around it like six times, and it was embedded in the railroad tie. That is and crazy. I was like, the train just kept going, and I'm thinking, it didn't derail. It didn't, de- I'm alive. It didn't it's derail. <laughs> and the train goes by, and we all just stood there, like,
3: what just happened?
1: That just happened. Yeah. Like it was, you know, that was thirty years before you could say mic drop. Oh, if we had mics, that would have intense. been a mic drop moment, Woo. you know. And I'm like, oh my god, let's get the hell out of here because yeah. now the next thing now. was like, police are coming. Right. You know, does does UP have railroad police? What mm-hmm. what are we going to be right. implicated by? You we know, and get go. out now. And yeah, it's like out. it's time to go. Yeah. right. Yeah. You know, and it was so funny, you guys. We to be sure we could get the truck over the railroad tracks. We hooked the chain to the loader then. Pulled the truck over mm. the tracks, and I'm like, okay, you guys, when we stop, you need to be sure that trailer's off the tracks. Mm-hmm. Well, they pulled up there, that put the loader too far out in the intersection, so they stopped. The trailer's still on the tracks. So I'm like, oh my God, you know, and we couldn't get things undone fat. It, there was such energy and adrenaline. adrenaline. Oh my God, it was crazy. I mean, I will, I will go to my grave reliving that moment like. I can, that's a, that's I can pull it out of my memory story. banks like that. And I know so can Doogie. And I know so can Super Dave. And it was so funny, you guys. Like Super Dave was the last truck to come out of there. And I remember walking down Aww. and standing on his running boards. And I'm like, all right, dude, I know you're new. But right. you don't effing stop. You pull out of this gate, you start grabbing gears, you get your, you get that truck up the hill, and you don't stop on this hill. You Imagine have to, what you know, and, was
3: thinking, I like... mean,
1: I think I watched Super Dave like slide to the left and slide, to, and he was just gassing on, I don't even remember. It was one of the old Fords. Hell, it could have been one of the LTs, not the LTLs, Jim, I don't remember. He got over those tracks, and I looked at Doogie, and I'm like, can we go home? I mean, it was so slick, you guys. We fell like several times just cuz the, the then the snow would cover the ice spots and it was on that hill and you just you just be walking and wham you were on the ground i mean we heard our ass cheeks our elbows i mean it was it was a trip wow. mm. it was a trip it that's was wild. it was one of those moments so
3: and he's still here so yeah. i mean yeah, yeah. you're telling you know? a yeah.
0: you're telling a story i'm like well he is telling a story so he'll be okay
1: <laughs> I, <laughs> I guess yeah I, so i, I, I guess Yeah. I mean, you know, there's, I don't know how that would help a new driver other than man, you know, well, I mean, here's part of that creed. Mm -hmm. The very number one thing on our creed is we face and overcome all that stands before us. Mm -hmm. We always have, we always will, Mm -hmm. you know, and that's one of the thing, you know, it sounds corny. You take it to the Pledge of Allegiance. We've pledged, Jim and yep. I have pledged our allegiance and so have so many family members to JFW, yep. mm-hmm. you know, and that's just, that is freaking cool, you know. Mm-hmm. Did everybody get out of that on on the second line? Were we accident free? We were. Mm-hmm. Nothing got damaged. We, we broke a chain. <laughs> that was it. But how did you do it?
3: To, you did it together.
1: We did it yeah. together. I mean, yeah. oh my gosh, you know, yeah. and I, I know to this day, Doogie can, you know, Jim Smith, he can tell that same exact story the same that's, exact way. That's <laughs> great. You know, I mean, him, Super Dave. Yeah, and that's a,
3: something that you guys will always share together too. Oh yeah, I mean, you know. Oh yeah, yeah. It's crazy. Yeah.
1: yeah, those are like army buddy stories, right? Yeah, you know what those I mean? Just battle buddies. Yeah. Thank God no mm-hmm. one died. Yeah. You know that's yep. the you know
3: on
0: the war side is one side. thing. I'm
1: I'm mm-hmm. not comparing that to war. I'm just right. saying you know
0: traumatic, mm-hmm. shared traumatic experience. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Yep. Uh, Amber, you had another question.
3: Mm-hmm. Um, my second question. Oh, wait. oh
0: no, Jim you're already Sorry. Yeah,
3: he went. Um, A second question is, what do you guys think people misunderstand the most about JFW?
2: I would have to say now it probably is the culture, because uh, I guess doing some of the interviews of the the new people is, I'm shocked. Well, actually, same as you, Amber. Mm -hmm. Bringing your experience from AdCom, I guess it maybe I pat myself and, and you guys all on the back a little bit that I think we've created something different.
3: No, you absolutely have.
2: And and that seems a little weird because why isn't everybody kind of that way? But, you know, we, we had dad on and, and he talked about it and we, we've talked about different prejudices and stuff like that as, as a leadership team. And we were never exposed to that so sometimes we don't see those things either
1: i'm yeah we're mm-hmm. I, I don't want to put words in your mouth jim i'm ignorant to racism because it doesn't exist in my world yeah you know i'm ignorant yeah. to it mm-hmm. i don't when it doesn't bother me what you are or what color you are what your person. race That's yeah, yeah you your know your what i person. mean yeah because
2: yeah, dennis brought that to the forefront he talked about yeah. you know, the red road and how he was treated and I never knew that about Dennis, but here, here's our dad just giving him a job and, and never, never seen that. And we weren't, you know, so I, I guess I'm, I I don't know. I don't know if that's misunderstood. I don't know if I'm answering your question, but that's that's something that I wish they understood because we, we have received comments, haven't we, you guys over the last few years doing this of, wow, where did you get that? That seems way misunderstood. Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And. I've talked about it in the past, and we talked about it this morning a lot of times. And and I was the same way because you don't have that companionship. But when you're in that truck and you have a little problem because you're by yourself, you don't get to talk to somebody about it. And and it could be with your wife, could be with your kids, could be with your job. But it grows inside that cab. Mm -hmm. It just gets bigger and bigger inside that cab. And we've tried to reach out to people that... You know we're driver support we've mm-hmm. said that multiple times you know jam's here for a conversation joanne is here for a conversation call us and, and talk to us you know mm-hmm. um and I, I guess that's if you don't understand that not that that's misunderstood but if you don't understand that we're here for you we i, I mean to phrase that a little better is if you need somebody to talk to just to call and complain is okay too But let's make it constructive i don't don't want to open ourselves up for just a you know a something that isn't constructive Mm -hmm. i don't don't know how else to Mm -hmm. say that but but we're here for everybody so i guess if that's if that's something i hope somebody would understand that about us and we're and we're truly whether it sounds corny or not and we say it a lot we're trying to be better Mm
3: -hmm.
2: and better can be anything
3: yeah and i think like in and i I know exactly where you're coming from with that, because I think with people who've been either scarred from another company that they've worked at where they weren't valued well, and then they come to a company where it's about culture and they actually care about you, you kind of, you don't know whether to trust it yet. Yeah. Oh, right? absolutely. And so people kind of, there's that misunderstanding, like, oh, now I really see, like, I can trust them. They do right. care about me. We call it and beaten puppy
0: that- syndrome.
3: The what is it?
0: Beaten puppy syndrome. Uh You know, they've just been Mm -hmm. beat and beat and beat and disappointed and used and abused. And then they Mm -hmm. get here and they're like, Mm -hmm. they got their guard up.
3: Yeah. Yeah. You have to retrain yourself that it's okay.
2: Yeah. Yeah. Which carries from anything a a bad relationship, a bad marriage or a bad childhood. And, you know, sometimes those bad situations prove you to be a different person which is all really good because you're like i'm never going to be that way and this is better and then sometimes you can't it, it's so traumatic you can't get out of your own way sometimes mm-hmm. and you carry that with you to to a detriment which mm-hmm. is tough but mm-hmm. yeah I just yeah. I, I guess that's i guess that's like again if, if yeah, that perfect. was understanding that's what i'd want somebody to know
3: mm-hmm. yeah
0: yeah perfect. i think uh i got two answers to this i think internally some of the misunderstanding is. Maybe that we don't care about you as the individual. I mean, I think most people do feel that we do, but some people feel missed or not noticed or not heard or not seen. I'll tell you, we see you, you know. I always like to tell the story, you know, when I was a driver here back in 14 or 15. I just kind of work every day and do my job. You know what I mean? And I didn't think I was a rock star, but I I was here on time. I was out the gate. I was safe. I remember one day brother Dave came up to me and like, Hey, he's like, uh, we got this new run coming up. We're gonna start hauling powder out of Craig, Colorado. We're getting these two brand new, you know, pneumatic trailers and you you've been doing a good job, are you interested in doing that run? And I was like, This guy knows what kind of job I've been doing. <laughs> like I'm surprised he even know who who I was, you know what I mean? Like Wow! Like uh, I was happy you knew my name, but you think I'm doing a good job? Like mm-hmm.
4: you're one of the owners mm-hmm. of the company. What like is that? yeah, mm-hmm. he's
0: one of the owners yeah. of the company. What do? You, how do you know what kind of job I'm doing? You know, and Super Dave always laughs when I tell this story. He's like, because I told him, Jim. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? So we we do know. We know the good, the bad, and the ugly. It's true. I mean, we are paying attention up here, and you know, if it's not Dave knowing you're doing a good job, or Jim knowing a good, you're doing a good job, or even me. We got other people in in the fields knowing and yeah. we're watching and we hear and you know, we know what's good and what's bad. I'd say externally I think what people misunderstand about JFW is we're just like this big monster. You know what I mean? We got these fancy red trucks that do 95 miles an hour everywhere they go (laughs) with their tailgates open and (laughs) we don't care about the public you know those are just some of the phone calls we'll field once in a while because Mm -hmm. you know a rock flew off a tire or you know something like that that we're not actually responsible for so I think outside externally people may think we don't care but they don't know us right yeah exactly Those for sure two things Good BD, mm-hmm. yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay, yeah. cool. Let's move on to uh, safety topics of the week. First one is eye lead time. We actually talked about this in the last couple months, but it's come up. We see videos of poor eye lead time. The way you know you have poor eye lead time is if you got mash on the brakes to not hit something, right? You got when looking.
1: you bring your eyes back on the road,
0: right? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Or you're you're looking but you're not looking, right? So. You should have a minimum of a 15 second eye lead time. And depending on your speed, that's quite a distance. It is. Know? That's huge. I mean, basically, if you, you just look as far as you could see, I mean, you don't want to get focused out there. You know, you still want to scan your mirrors and make sure you got a good following distance, but you need to be looking ahead quite, quite a distance. And if you're not, and then you bring your eyes back to the road and you got a mash on your brakes, it's because you had a poor eye lead time. And you're going too fast. Yep. Yeah. Probably in the left lane. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Yeah, you're spot on, Jim. I mean, how many times has it, will it take or has it taken or has it happened that you you just, you catch yourself. You're, you know, you're so focused on what's going on ahead and then you see something on the side of the road and you look over and you're like, oh, what's, what, what Mm -hmm. is that? Mm -hmm. And then all of a sudden you look back and you're like, oh my God. You know, and you just, it, it it was seconds, right? It was truly just seconds, but. Being the professional, you have to have that awareness that I can't do that. I can't afford that luxury, you know. Right. And there's the other side of that where, you know, you're trying to change lanes and and it's wall to wall traffic. You know, maybe you're all just running 30 miles an hour and it is literally bumper to bumper. You may not have time to keep glancing to the right because you're so focused on getting over to the left. But you are watching ahead of you. You're watching behind you. You're watching next to you. You know, you have those three. You're constantly scanning and moving. You're so focused on that. And that's, you know, you can't look to the right, right? I mean, I'm, I'm just kind of throwing this analogy out there. That's the same focus you have to have when you're traveling just straight ahead, right? You can't take the time to look off to the side of what's happening and, and be caught off guard when you come back eyes forward to the road. Right. right exactly I mean, it's, it's huge 100 percent. it is huge you know and troy threw out there the stopping distances last week you know i'm sure you could probably pull that up again Jim. but i mean that huge huge stopping distances that we need to stop these trucks you know yeah
0: mm-hmm. yep no doubt next thing on the list is yard speed limits that goes for this yard and yard 23 jfw has a five mile an hour speed limit in our yards okay you're doing more than that, you're putting your coworkers at risk. Yep. Okay. We had a guy come flying out of the yard yesterday, I think Super Dave came out of his seat and got on the radio and let him know to slow down. And then Pat also brought up over at Yard twenty three. We experienced the same thing over there. You're in the yard guys. You just idle, idle speed. Yeah. Five mile an hour max. We probably need to do that um Experiment again.
1: Yeah. That'd be super easy down at Yard 23 with yep. the road. Just
0: slide
2: everybody you know, up on
0: that road. What's
3: the experiment? Did I miss out on that? <laughs> oh, yeah.
2: no. We can't tell you now. We got to line you oh, up. Oh, man. We, we, put, we put you right in the line of fire. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Well, I'm a safe driver.
3: It's
0: basically a game of chicken.
3: A game of chicken. Yeah. This does so, not sound safe. Yeah. It's, it's oh, safe.
2: it's totally safe. <laughs>
3: yeah.
0: What we do, Amber, is we line up everybody in a single, single file, like facing this way. And we have a truck come by doing five miles an hour, mm-hmm. and everybody just stands there. Then we have a truck come by doing ten miles an hour, and everybody moves out of the way. It's a, it's a huge difference. It is a huge difference. Yeah, yeah. it's
1: amazing. Yeah,
2: yeah. And and I wanted to manch- mention. I don't want to take anything away from uh, safety, you guys on the five mile an hour l- speed limit. But I, when I when I seen that, I was trying to think, how do you you know, how do you, how do you reach the guys that just can't seem to slow down or they're hard charging or it's, you know, I, I say they're missing their speed gene, you know, in their mm. DNA, but. I call it a cognitive skill. Well, it's, it's a cultural thing for us too. Yeah. Right. And uh, no matter how you feel about it, no matter how you think it's, you know, still safety, but it's a cultural thing because I know or we know it makes us better. It makes us look better. It makes it safer. It makes us, everything about it going five miles an hour up and down those roads is, is better. Yeah. And, and, and here we're the new neighbor at 23. And what's the first thing? Oh, the trucks that haul ass up and down this road? Why, yeah. why start that? Why do right. that? Why, why smoke that cigarette and flick it out the window? Right. You know, and that, I guess it's, it's such a cultural thing for me.
0: Yeah, we want everybody to see what TJ sees.
2: Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Or, or what? Ninety percent of the people we talk to, or our our families, our friends, people we meet,
1: see Jam. Yep. Yeah, they do. It, I agree. It was kind of funny, Jam. You, you know, you kind of touched on it that we have so many eyes out there, and you know, you can kind of take that a couple different ways. If I were a driver, like, oh, that's kind of threatening. You know yeah. what I mean? Or, meaning like someone from our own company out there watching, right? You got to keep in mind. Jim's done this for 40 years. I've done it th- for 35. You don't think we have friendships out on the road? Right. You don't think we have salesmen we know? You don't think we have, you know, parts suppliers that we know? I mean, these are personal relationships we right. have built on for decades. When they see something wrong, I mean, if they have time to take a photo of it and send it to us. Right. You know, we, we just had a, a friend reach out. What's it been, Jim, on that flat tire three weeks ago or something like About. that? But this is an owner operator. Well, I'll mention his name. It's not going to hurt anything. Sammy Gavito, I think you mm-hmm. were off that day, Jim, or maybe you were here. Yeah, I remember Sammy.
2: Yeah. Because yeah. we were trying to look for the truck.
1: Yeah. He yeah. calls and he's like, hey, truck number such and such. He's got a flat tire. The tire's going to come off the truck. It's flopping loose. You know, and we're like, ah, oh, I, I just immediately replied, thanks, Sammy. I'm on it. You know, and I called Jam or Jam's there and I'm like, hey, get in touch with. I mean, Sammy gave us the truck number, the tire mm-hmm. position, everything. Yeah. Right. I mean, like, Oh my god, you can't screw this up. And this is a guy who owns all his own trucks. He's he's as equally, you know, in this vested in his company. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, I guess I wanted to say some level right. of experience, right? He right. he's he's yeah, he's got our He experience. has our experience yes. level, right? right? So when he calls and has information, I don't question it. Mm-hmm. I'm not going to question it. He's right. He knows the tire position. He got the truck number, and he's calling me for a reason, and it's safety, right? right. He's
4: concerned. So, so Jam
1: calls the, you know, looks up the guy. The guy is there where Sammy said he was, and he's like, yeah, I checked. It's not, I, my tires are good.
0: Yeah, gets back on the road.
1: Yeah, okay. and he's back on the road, and, and Sam's like, hey, did you get that guy? And I'm like, well, I don't think it was him. And he's like, Dave, it was him. There's I, And I, I'm like, are you sure on the truck number? He sends me a picture. I'm <laughs> like, oh, shit. All right. We got the tire position. We got the truck. You know, I'm, I'm like, Jam, you got to call this guy. Like, this is just, this is bad, you know? And sure enough, Jam calls him. And I don't remember the scenario, Jam. Maybe you can fill in the rest of the pieces. Yeah, I you mean, talk to we,
0: him. we made him check again and take his hammer and yeah. hit the tires. Oh, yeah, that tire is flat. Yeah. It's like, come on, man. Yeah. Yeah. Be okay. better. Yeah, back
2: to a cultural thing. Yeah. You know, back, you know, it, you're representing everybody. <laughs> yeah. Don't be driving yeah. around with a flat tire. I mean,
1: I know yeah. if you guys called me on the radio and be like, hey, somebody just called. You got a, you know, flat rear inside drive tire. I'd be like, oh, shit. Uh-huh. Yeah. I'd be like wheeling over to the side like, yeah. oh, man, this, yeah. It's
0: yeah. funny you talk about the culture, Jim. So go to, go to Costco the other day, and I'm driving a Ram, so... I wasn't really worried about door dings because the, the parking spaces are so big there.
1: They are nice at Costco. Yeah. They're kind of like the carts. They're super-sized. But it was
0: so busy. I just wanted to park away from everybody. Yeah. So I park way in the corner. Way in... I mean, there's there's nothing there. Like, just everybody leave me alone. Going to Costco, it's like Grand Central Station in there. I'm just like, this is... Man, I can't this wait for... Costco. Can't mm-hmm. wait for my wife mm-hmm. to feel better. <laughs> right? So, uh... I, I get my groceries and I push your cart out to the Ram and then I start looking around I'm like son of a there's no cart I'm so far away there's no place to put the damn cart so I'm like okay so who are you are you do you work at JFW or yeah. not what are you gonna do and I'm like do, 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 do. <laughs> all the way back to the closest cart right? Place. and mm-hmm. I was like man integrity sucks sometimes
2: I, <laughs> I, I thought you were going to say I, I don't know it seems to happen to me a lot Jam mm. is you park clear away from everybody and you're all out there by yourself but you go back out and somebody's parked huh. next to you
0: especially in a jeep
2: yeah, and yeah. It's, it's it's just a like thing. Yeah, you are. It's nice just like time. why, why, what all? In, right. And usually, where I park, there's lots of parking places. I don't care right. if you want to park out here with me because right. you're trying to be safe, but right. not
0: next to right. me. There's yeah. there's thirty spots. Move over three. Right? Right, Exactly.
2: Next to me. And I'm like, okay, do they feel safe next to me? Because I'm parked out here and they know I won't ding their door. But I'm like, I don't know
1: anything about you. Are you going to ding my door? Mm -hmm. You know? So, yeah, I I get a kick out of that. I had to laugh, you guys, just last week on Saturday afternoon or something. We wound up, Sam and I ran to Chick fil A and uh, we cruise in there, right? And in the parking lot that Chick fil A shares with is like, Petco, Sierra Trading Post, and I don't know, another like Burlington Coat Factory. I don't know, one of those. And that parking lot is just always packed. It is always packed, right? Mm -hmm. And I'll describe it as Chick-fil-A is at the bottom of the parking lot. and Those other restaurants or those other stores are kind of at the top. And it's not much of a hill, but it's if you like let go of a cart, it's going to freewheel right down down the parking lot, right? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Well, Sam smacks my arm and points (laughs) at this lady. She's got a kid she's carrying in one arm. She's emptied her cart, and she's got like a three-year-old or something, maybe at best, two-year-old, right? She's on one side of the row, and the rows go up and down, right? They're not sideways, so if if you were to let go of a cart, it's going to travel all the way down a row past 50 cars, right? But the cart retrieval place is in the center of the row on the other side of her, and she just gives this cart a push, you guys, (laughs) but she had a turn on it. It was the craziest thing I'd ever seen. That cart, like, traveled down, like, past five cars, and actually made a turn and drove itself into the cart return. It it was, it was like it was being led with an invisible rope. It was the craziest thing I had ever seen. Sam and we just looked at each other when it like landed safely. Yeah, because I just, I just expected it to go. Oh, it's just going to straighten out, and it It is going to trash whatever Mm -hmm. it hits. You know, not. I'm not talking to ding a bump. It would. It was full on moving. Apparently, I mean this, she's
3: done this before. She's familiar. She's a professional park player. Yeah, yeah. Uh,
1: I'd never seen that before. You can't make that stuff. You can't make that, up. You can't no, make that you shit
0: can't. up. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> nope. Hey, uh, Pat also wanted to talk about uh, fueling at Yard 23. Not to manipulate the fuel handles. Guess there was a little, a tiny little bit of a fuel spill the other day. If you got to get deaf, deaf your truck first and get your fuel stay at the pump handle, make sure it doesn't spill, okay? And then the last thing I got on the safety topics is uh, on your trailer, your tailgate and your airbags are kinda connected to, to, they're not connected to the hip bone, but they are connected to the knob that you pull. When you pull that knob, it dumps your trailer airbags and it opens the tailgate. When you get back to the yard, if your tailgate's open, that's pretty indicative <laughs> that your airbags are also down. <laughs> that's something you should have noticed on your way back and it's bad for a few reasons number one is if you didn't sweep out yet you could be dumping rocks on the road and breaking windshields ruining paint jobs we've had to pay for both of those things previously so very important you got a close tailgate and then running with your airbags down is just not good for the suspension and it makes everything ride like shit. you should be able to feel that so not a good look pulling in the yard with your tailgate opening your airbags down. Yeah. You're not yeah we kind
2: of know the brain bone didn't make it to the feet bone. Yeah. You're, you're, <laughs> go yeah. to the back of the,
1: the tailgate. Yeah. And, and how many brain bones were missed in, <laughs> in the ride? Right. Uh, all of that, Jim. I mean, yeah. all of that, there were so many telltale signs right. that something yeah. is wrong.
0: Did you sweep your tailgate off? Right. Because if you did, why is your ta- how, how? And it's funny, but how am I going to walk outside just to... See who, who, who's at the fuel aisle and pick that up right away when you've been driving that truck and you just dumped that load and you should have swept your tailgate right. off. Right, you know? yeah. But,
2: but they're, you know, blame it on culture again. Yeah. Our culture is to have a clean tailgate, have a, you know, nothing on the tailgate, have, have air ride vehicles, all that kind of stuff.
0: Yeah, so. no doubt. Questions from the audience. Jack Oquendo Mejia had a couple of questions. Number one, when are we going to do the backup challenge again? <laughs> <laughs> the answer is never. You should be challenging. <laughs> you should be challenging yourself every day. Oh, funny. You know, Jack probably thinks he's pretty good at backing now because he's in double O two spot. Mm. You know, so he's been practicing a little bit. Yeah. Uh, yeah. You know, I I might challenge him. I might make him a side bet for twenty bucks. No pull ups in that spot. You know. We'll see. There's your we challenge. Could
2: do, we could do something on, at 23, like pull over there and see if you can back on the scale and get it squared up on the scale. So you're, okay. So you're mm-hmm. wearing, a you're little, little, more, little bit more, A little bit more challenging. Yeah, a little yeah. bit of something. Yeah. Yep,
0: I like that. Plus, we got the truck rodeo coming up this year. I haven't heard anything about that committee meeting lately. The truck rodeo committee?
1: Yeah, I know. uh with Dustin being off with his foot ah. out of commission, I know it's been slowed up a little bit. Him and Casey are pretty hot and heavy on that and, and they're they, you know, they got a whole lot of other things in the works with that. So gotcha. You know, I'm um we we got pretty big talk of that coming to fruition. So yep. I hope we're there and can make that happen.
0: No doubt. And then um uh, this is actually a really good question. So we've been pumping the salt out. We've been delivering a lot of salt all over the state. So Jack's pretty forward thinking. and he's like, well, isn't that our winter work? What are we going to do in the winter if we're delivering salt now? So do you guys want to address that?
2: Yeah, I mean, that's what we've gotten. What it looks like is a lot of leads on on a new customer, I guess, new, because we have been delivering everywhere between the the blue salt, the white salt, the pink salt, whatever different colors. (laughs) Uh, Salt, uh, salt. uh, Salt, salt out, out of all the different locations. You know, we hauled it out of Kansas. We hauled it out of that. You know, and I and I know the states they struggled to get salt last year, so I think they've they've opened up taking salt from different people, which helps them. But anyway, what we haven't seen before because we hadn't been part of it, is all the states do maybe a summer fill
1: because they get a discount on the salt. That's exa- I mean that's the key note right there to explain right now why we filled everything. Right. Is all the salt companies, guess what? They don't work all summer. Right. Right, so they lower their prices right. and try and sell some salt and get these places to take some salt. So they call it the summer fill program, just like Jim mentioned, and that's yeah. that's the key right now. Because I'm sure, like, come October 1st or November 1st, the prices go up. Right, mm-hmm. right. So hey, supply you, and
0: demand. You yeah. got
1: an advantage right now. Hey, I, you know, I'm making up. I'm going to knock five dollars a ton off our salt. You take it right now. Yeah. So. I'm it's called day. the Summer Fill Program. It's always existed. We're just in touch, like Jim said, with so many more companies now that we've been hit pretty hard by it. And it's it's kind of funny. I don't want to steal your thunder, Jim, because yeah. you were doing a great job answering. But sure. I got with what, Linda and... What, what, whatev- whatever, <laughs> I just got with Dale and Linda before... We we came up here and I you know, I just grabbed a little notepad and then I like had to move it to a, a card and then my card got full and I started filling the backside of the card. So I mean just some of the places we've delivered just in the summer fill program is Lions, Lyman, Drake, Arvada, Greenwood Village, Seabert, E four seventy. And keep in mind some of these have multiple locations. I mean E four seventy has like three or four locations, right? Hudson, Kittridge, Manitou Springs, Berthoud Falls, Berthoud Pass, City of Arvada, Colorado Springs, Adams County, Larkspur, Greenwood Village, Eisenhower Tunnel, City of Denver, Frisco, Wheat Ridge, Aurora, Loveland Pass, Douglas County. I don't even know where Antonito is. I'm I'm from Colorado. So I'll have to look that up.
3: I seen that one too the other day.
1: Then there was another. When you look that up, look up. I think she. Yeah, I can't even read my own writing. Via Grove
0: via grove Mm
3: -hmm. yeah
1: i don't know where that's at either must be near near (laughs) antonito marty i bet marty knows where those two places are (laughs) alamosa city of littleton (laughs) city of broomfield c dot boulder livermore city of Louisville, south fork empire Vale pass city of fort collins loveland c dot bellevue those are just the ones we've hauled yeah. This, you know, in the last, I'm going to say 60 days, 45 yeah. days, whatever, mm-hmm. you know, and I, so everyone knows it. We've been working feverishly. We just finished our end of the pad uh, for uh, Salt Works to bring in 7,000 tons of salt at yard 23, like we used to have at the West Yard. So the pavers are hopefully delivering material in there today. Nice. They're going to put in a 50 by 300 pad. That we just formed in place, and uh, we'll have seven thousand tons of salt. They'll start delivering fourteen hundred tons a week, mm-hmm. and we'll fill that sucker up with seven thousand tons of salt. So, yeah, I mean, great, great question. But yeah. we're, there is that window there, Jack, that they have to use some. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we, yeah, you know what I mean. Yeah. So if they're it, all full yeah. right now. Yeah. Yeah. Right? If it
2: doesn't snow. We're pretty okay because there's no snow, right? We we continue yeah, working, working right? right? Yeah. But if it snows, look what we got, right? Yeah. Right. I mean, we've got yeah. our we've got our finger in yep. all those locations, yeah. Dave. Great, great list, and mm-hmm. and with all the companies.
0: So. Yeah. Plus, we welcome the work right now, anyway. Right? Absol- absolutely. We're gonna we're gonna if we can deliver something today and get some work today, we're gonna get it.
2: Yeah. Because you know I mean? it, it just preps us for when it, yep. we really need to get it there. Absolutely.
0: One hundred percent. Yeah. Uh let's see. Sandman, Dwayne the Sandman Sand asked, now that there's more room at yard 23, can we move the truck and trailers from spot 75 to 80? I guess, are they in the way over there?
2: yeah we there's a lot to be done yet i mean we cleaned up all that we got the fuel tank in just like you're asking there's still that spot up in the other side of the shop where those those first numbers are parking we need to move some of the used ones or not used ones need to the spare trailers jam we need to move those put some fill in there so it's easier to get in um and then we have 10 trucks from here you know this yard that we're going to move over there right um I, i think uh, I was over there with David yesterday, our CPA. Not to get too off track, and he was like looking at the rooms and the way it was numbered. But the thing that's you know kind of still a problem is we're double spacing everything so people can come in and wash the trucks right. and have that whole area. So those ten trucks, twenty should fit there. Right. And so that that's a big difference. You know, we're going to have thirty-five over there when seventy. Would e- easily right. fit with you know not even a problem. So right. yeah, still all in the works, and we'll gotcha. we'll keep making it better. And then I know Dave's been working on with with Brandon uh, possibly getting some uh, millings. So a lot of the areas that might be low or look like they need be filled, we've left them alone right now because mm. we'll put millings there. Nice. So we'll have basically an asphalt parking lot sure yeah so yeah good good stuff good question Mm
0: -hmm. Dwayne also wanted to know is there an ETA for the septic system to be fixed
2: (laughs) (laughs) well there's nothing wrong with the septic system it's not broken or anything like that it is just very small and goes to a single tank the way it's always been Uh, there's no reason to spend the money and repair it when you know, it'll we'll be hooked to City Sewer at yeah, some. It goes point. away. Right. It goes away. Right. So that whole thing. So yeah, so that you know, that's the reason for the extra yeah. Santa over there and the you know, it's cleaned once a week. We checked into the custom company. Mm-hmm. In fact, Amber helped me with Amber did all of that, set nice. it up, the reputation of the company, the cleanliness of it. It's just something that we kinda have to deal with for right now and and what we're working through. So
1: yeah.
0: So number one zone. Yeah, hold it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah, no, number ones are for the sandalette, <laughs> and number twos Yeah, yeah,
2: yeah. But take care of the sandalette. You know sure. what I mean? And, and that's just when we go over there. That's what I have to use. Right. So, yeah. No doubt. Yep.
0: Hi, guys. Final thoughts. Amber, you got some final thoughts? Anything you want to leave us with today?
3: Yeah, I just want to thank you guys for allowing me to be a guest here on the podcast. Um you guys do a lot for the company. JFW does a lot and it's really it's huge to be a part of it. And I appreciate everything here. And awesome. I appreciate everybody out on the road and wanna add in Happy Truck Driver Appreciation Week, you know. Yeah. Got a couple more days left this week and the raffle's coming up, so let's go.
0: No doubt. It. Brother Dave?
1: I just wanna capitalize on what you said, you know, happy mm-hmm. truck driver week and appreciation. And I mean, we say it all the time, you, you stop trucks, you stop America. I know yeah. our particular fleet, we, we, we haul gravel, right? But we're the construction industry. Yeah. Without us, there's no construction. You, you can't pour concrete and make asphalt yeah, exactly. if you don't have us. And yeah. no asphalt, no concrete, no roads, no houses, no foundations. Yeah. You know, it literally is the foundation of every project. So yeah, I just yep. kudos to everyone out there behind the wheel, whether it's for us or for someone else. You mm-hmm. you you have a special job, you have a special position, you know, and you need to understand how important it is. Be safe yep. out there.
0: Yep, that rock ain't gonna deliver it itself. <laughs> <laughs> not gonna roll that far, is it? It's just not gonna happen. Yeah,
2: yeah, yeah. I got a, a couple things. The the first one I, I just found interesting, in and you know, from songs and stuff like that in our culture, but. It was kind of interesting the fact that there is a highway to hell and only a stairway to heaven says a lot about the anticipated traffic numbers so i I thought that was i thought that was a good one yeah to to look at and then when we talked about culture jam earlier in the deal i have a, a little bit of a piece here it says we have to create culture of don't watch tv don't read magazines don't even listen to the national press release create your own roadshow the nexus of space and time where you are now the most immediate sector of your universe and if you're worrying about Justin Bieber or what Russell Wilson or somebody else then you are disempowered you're giving it all away to icons and are maintained by an electronic media that you want to dress like X or have lips like Y. This is shit-brained, this kind of thinking. This is all cultural diversion. Mm -hmm. What is real is you, your friends, your association, your highs, your orgasms, your hopes, your plans, your fears, and we are told we're unimportant, we're peripheral, get a degree, get a job, get this, get that, And then you're a player. You want to reclaim your mind and get it out of the hands of the cultural engineers who want to turn you into half-baked moron, consuming all this trash that is being manufactured out of the bones of a dying world. Ah. Man, that was was deep.
3: Yep, that was deep.
0: I haven't heard Bella say this in a while, but there was a few weeks she was like, being weird is a new cool. (laughs) It is, though. (laughs) I told
3: Mariana that. (laughs) Yeah. You know?
0: Yeah, that was good, Jim. I like that. Yeah, thank you. Real good. Yeah. Well, I just want to, Amber, thanks for coming on the podcast. You said allowing you to be here. We're honored to have you as a guest. Yeah. And then thank you to everybody out there. Happy Truck Driver Appreciation Week. Hope you've been having a great week. And if you need anything, just please let us know. Sure, yeah?
2: absolutely. Mm-hmm. Yep.
0: Guys want to close with the creed? Sure. Now, before we do it, I'm going to just say uh, we had Jose Rigao. He made a really good suggestion that... We don't sound like a cult when we read the creed together. He's like, maybe read them separately. But the first word of the creed on all the items is together. So we're going to go ahead and read it together again. Did we want to stop?
1: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. That's kind of like, hey, thanks for your advice, but we're still going to do it like this.
0: (laughs) You know, I was pretty sold on doing it separately until we talked about it this morning. Yeah. So, yeah.
1: I mean, you bring up such a good point, Jan, because... Every word in yeah. it starts it's with together. together. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And we
0: we'll do the Pledge of Allegiance together, right? Yeah. So, yeah, we're not a cult. We just love fucking working at mm-hmm. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs>
2: Yeah, But the well thing said. is, too, is we listen to Jose. Yeah. You, you know what I mean? We, we, we talked about it. We, we get that. We, we, we listen to everybody's concerns, yeah. you mm-hmm. know, and, and, you know, again, uh, we're judging as a group uh, that this might be better to read it together. Let's so. do it. Mm-hmm. Okay. Guys ready? Yeah. Yep. Together we face and overcome all, all that stands before us. Together, together we are accident free. Together, together we joyfully create
1: honest value for those, those we serve. Together we celebrate our differences, our differences and, and respect those with whom we work. Together we, we are accountable, accountable for our words and our actions. actions.
2: And together we, together we are, are the JW family. family. Yeah. Perfect. Nice. Have a great week, you guys. Yep. Thanks, everybody. Thank Thanks you. Thanks, everybody.